Let's go, jazz hands, guys. Come on, jazz hands. Here we go. Kevin Dixit doing jazz hands. There you go. Rod Mills doing jazz hands. Special guest star, Tyvin. Where is he? He's doing, there he goes. He's getting ready to do, do the jazz hands. There you go. We're, we're getting it set up here. We are live. Good we are live. Thank you. I hope you got your big girl panties on. Uh, the Tyvin Show is our special guest live. He's actually in the Big Daddy Gun Studios. We're getting him set up because we just came back from shooting at my range, which was which is some distance from here. So that's why we're running a little late. Lots of stuff going on. I'm kind of like under the weather, but I'm, the show must go on. Yes. The show must go on. It must get done. So this is, what is this? Episode 186 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Like I said, live from Big Daddy Guns. There's the Tyvin Show getting set up. Can you hear us, man? Yes, I can. Hey, buddy. How y'all doing? Kevin Dixie, I got to shoot the 50 count. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> that's how you're going to start tonight? <laughs> so that's how we're going to start today? <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to let you know it's beautiful, man. I'm telling you, it's it's gorgeous. We, we literally just started. And it's like, already. Up. Man, already I, at it. Yeah, already. Uh, Kevin right now is texting Walter like, what the holy moly. I, I didn't get one. I just got to shoot it. And let me tell you what. He had some World War II surplus ammo, and it's awesome. Hank's got the perfect range out there by his house, man. It's glorious. Did he think that's Thank making you. it better? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure right. what he would yeah, Kevin. Man. <laughs> besides, uh, you know, besides... Besides Tyvin show, really like putting that knife in there real deep, man. What's going no, on? With no, you, no, no. I'm just letting <laughs> him know what he has to look forward to. It's not the knife thing. That's like, oh, okay. dude, you guys got to get down here, Kevin. It's gorgeous. The weather was perfect. We were out shooting. The goats were out behind us. No <laughs> issues. Hmm. Goats are satanic. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's been fun, man. I've been um, I'm still recuperating from uh, NRA annual meetings. Right. Uh, still, still trying to get my energy level back up. But no, it's been fun, man. Um, you know, sharing all of the cool things people want to see and trying to catch up with social media. And I'm, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know, trying to get some videos edited and get them put out and stuff like that. But no, it's been it's been fun. I tell you what, man. Even though I'm physically tired, annual meetings was a great rejuvenation. Meeting people and shaking hands and listening to the stories and just hearing people's perspectives. It was it was great. This year, I, I know, I know, I, if I didn't have 150 to 200 people stopped me. Um, it, it, it was it was awesome. It was great. So I'm rejuvenated, man. Just looking forward to the next steps. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I totally agree with you on that. That's the, the beautiful thing about going there, knowing that there's human beings out there that actually appreciate what we do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gorgeous. And for everybody, uh, I'm not quite caught up with the chat yet, but if you were there, thank you. If you wanted to come and, and, and meet any of us, thank you, even if you couldn't make it. And I mean, man, it's it's it's. It's humbling to say the least. I mean, I know we talk a lot of smack. I know we have a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, but when somebody you know takes moments out of their day or minutes out of their day to stop you and tell you that they appreciate you, to me, call me soft or whatever. That means a lot. Yeah, absolutely, it does. So, and thanks for making it in, man. I know it was a wild, crazy time out there, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Also at the NRA show is this dude, Rod Mills of Jacksonville of the Jacksonville Mills. Mills. Uh, I was going to say of the Jacksonville rods, but I mean, uh, rod. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but you know, uh, to piggyback on what Kevin said, man, it was really good. 
Uh, you know, it was amazing for me because, you know, I had a lot of people came up to me um, and say, hey, Rod, you know, I know you from the Hank Strange show. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, OK. Hey, man, what's up? I mean, so for me, it's hard for me to have a five minute conversation with anybody. I mean, especially somebody I'm just meeting for the first time and a gun guy. Uh, so, you know, man, it was it will be 30 minutes. I'll, I'll be looking at matter of fact, uh, one of my um, my buddies from New York and Hank, you met him also. He stopped me. Uh, him and I are friends on Facebook. You know, you know, a lot of times if I don't really know you, I don't really don't kind of if you, especially if you're a guy, uh, I really don't look at your pictures, you know, on Facebook. Uh-huh. Really? So, Rod, I'm so surprised <laughs> that you say that. <laughs> so, um, you know, a couple of guys came up to me, man. And, um, man, I was at the uh, the SIG booth trying out the uh, 365 and uh, and also the um, the M17. And one of the guys came up and, man, we were sitting up there having, I think we talked about 45 minutes uh, of just straight you know, with you, KD, uh, the show, Dallas. Uh, but I, I do want to share uh, a couple of, you know, I don't want to hog up the time here, but I do want to share a couple of special things. That Friday of, uh, and Kevin, you, you know, I've talked to you about this well. Man, I had the best time at the uh, cigar uh, thing with Brian Ells. No kidding. Man, everybody was there. Um, pretty much, I'm going to say 90% of who's who in the gun world and Second Amendment world on Facebook, oh, I'm sorry, on YouTube was there. And, you know, man, we were sitting up there, everybody sitting around talking, like we all knew each other for years. And uh, even though the drive was a little long, it was actually worth it, you know, because I'm I'm calling Lola on the phone there. I'm like, Lola, um, do we have damn? Do I have the right address? And she's like, "Yeah, you know, you you're going right." And I'm like, "Damn, why is it so far?" So, you know, I was like Kevin Dixon with the resting bitch face when I got out the truck. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, and then once I saw everybody, I'm like, "Oh hell!" I got me some, uh, got me a cigar, and uh, Marge um, got me some. Uh, we did some shots. Yeah, and some whiskey, some whiskey. Yeah, I mean, he had like twelve or fifteen bottles of whiskey. What's the name of that whiskey? Um, wow. Remembers, does anyone uh, remember the name of that whiskey? Hold on. No, I, I got a bottle of it though. Yeah, I got. Rod, did got... you drive from Florida all the way out there? No, I'm not crazy, man. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I fly. I have a rule. If I have to drive more than six hours, I will fly. What's going on, guys? This is hey. Katie. Yeah, it's Kinsey. By the way, the the whiskey that um, that Maj has is called Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Kinsey whiskey. So they. That's well, I, know, sure. I know Hank's new car's got room for two spots in the front, man. But he could at least got you up front in the trunk and gave you a free ride. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know the sure. good thing about it was that it's um, big enough for a man purse. <laughs> my my flight actually out there was free because of uh I just used my um my uh, uh points on uh, Southwest and uh, you know I had a free flight free flight so I was good. Okay, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about all of that kind of good stuff. We're gonna have a good chat with Tyvin Show since we got him here. We we can, we wrangled him in here. I just want to go through real quick and shout out everyone in the chat. I see Carl Compton, Joe Carpenter, Lu- Louis Valdez, Imposter. Let's see who else. SoCal Gunner also in there. Christopher Williams. Big Dick Willie. 
I like that name. Big Nick Willis is in here. He says, hello, everybody. Richard Hughes. I don't know if he says it like that, but, you know, he says, hello. Richard Hughes is it is in here as well. Meatloaf Sandwich, William Hoffman. Magnum Boys says, what's up, strange people? Uh, Ghetto Hood Gamer is also in here. Uh, strange Media Moderator, Gerald Loafers, also in here. Hamburg- uh, I think I said Hamburger Helper. I'm not sure. Lost in Outdoors. Uh, let's see who else. The the Archangel, Boss Hog, Michael Bender, uh, South KC. And let's see who else. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go through. And I know Walter's not in the chat, but they're watching on the way back down to yeah. his place. Right. DCG44. Shout out to Walter and Will and uh, Minnie, um, the, Walt- the, the puppy, the baby puppy. Walter can, Walter, can I get one of those T-shirts that Tyvin has? If you're oh, dude. Oh, These things that, are like, you know, everybody gets a good T-shirt, but Walter got the right ones that the material is just comfortable. It breathes, but it doesn't make you hot, even for being a black shirt. I mean, it's 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 a good quality shirt. Mm. Oh, I think I'm I think I'm starting to side with Kevin Dixie on this. How many of these shirts did you get? See, from Safety um, I got two. I got a black one and a green one when we did the videos for the 50 cal last year, I think it was. Oh. So, okay, because Walter's kind of stingy with the shirts. No, no, we got the shirts, but I got the I got the patches, man. I got a whole stack. Got patches too. Oh my gosh! Wow, you, Bobby, you you just don't realize when you're making things worse, do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, kind of sad, I'm just best. I'm, I'm, hey, you can buy them right there on Safe the Harbor. That's where I got mine at. Did you buy them? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I got one free, and then I bought the other one. <laughs> He's just teasing you. Okay, Mr. FNH, also Nico Sauer as well, Armament and Axes. Um, let's see. Let's see who else we got in here. Um, STL Storm Spotter, Chris Bullis, Ridge Runner is in as well, Special K, uh, Special K Chris Illog. Now, I guess he, Chris Illog extended his name. Enrique Q, Bill Butcher, <laughs> LV Louis Cypher, Bricks is also here, Greg98K, Andrew Thomas, Travis Height, Travis Height, Music Lover, Matt Main, Highway Run 77, Glenn E. Bowling. Um, there's lots of people in here. Oh, I see Peggy Keller. In, yes, she just put a special message in the chat. Yeah, Peggy Keller says, more shirts are coming, guys. Thank you. Uh, we, would, we would appreciate that. Peggy, by the way, Peggy is the nicest lady. It was an honor and a pleasure to meet her with Walter. Okay. Great lady. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. What were you going to say? What were you going to say, Rod? Can I get a free shirt, Peggy, please? Uh, and your cooking, your cooking is second to none, Peggy. I'm telling you, Walter, Walter, you know he he's out of his league with you, Peggy. You know. Wow! Wow! This that's, is getting. Where is this going? Where is this going? Yeah, that? I don't know. It's getting deep. That's all hey, I know. Hey, I ain't too proud to beg for a shirt. Oh, okay. All right. Robert Wicks <laughs> is in here. C4 Defense. Richard Harper. Justin E. <laughs> Nothing wrong with bagging. DC2 Mega Boost. Hey, yeah. What is it? I ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> Keith Sweat so, made a living out of it. Yeah, John Drake as well. Um, and uh, I see Warsaw Patriot. Lots of folks in there. If I miss you, just give me. Um, shout me out here. I'll try to, I'll try to catch up to you. Okay. So Tyvin show, you want to tell the people what the hell you're doing here in the big data gun studios? <laughs> yes. We, uh, decided to take a vacation and come down to Florida. Um, staying at my mom and dad's house. Long story short, first couple of days was glorious. And then my truck broke down. If you guys missed the uh, posts on Twitter and Facebook, 
the rust from Ohio finally broke my uh, gas tank stra uh, strap in the back of the tank. I uh, was hanging on the ground. There's the man right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's here. The magic of TV. Hey, let me tell you, the Mohawk is stunning. <laughs> it, the camera does not do it justice, I'm telling you. So anyhow, um, had a little incident. Um, the gas tank or the fuel tank dropped. We just got fuel. We dumped 30 gallons of diesel all over the road. The hazmat team, everybody come up. Took it to a dealership. Got a rental car, and then we went to uh, up to Safety Harbor Firearms, took a little tour of Walter's shop, talked to him, met some of his employees, got some good pictures and stuff. And today we came in and got our CCWs with Patrick. So if you're in the Gainesville area or surrounding and you want to uh, get your CCWs, call Big Daddy Guns, get a hold of Patrick. I think he usually does classes on Wednesdays. Yeah, you have to ask for specifically baby-face P. Thanks. Yes. Um, <laughs> great, great uh, professor. He's got a big screen right there. He's got it all right there. You can read it. So we, uh, me and the wife, um, got certified for that today. And then we snuck out, pushed the billy goats off the way. And uh, Walter showed up with some fun toys. Well, I shouldn't say toys. Uh, but anyhow, it was a, a glorious day today, man. We got a nice lead. Awesome. Thank you. And then Tyvin also brought in some uh, swag. We got some. Tyvin yeah. show swag in here, some cups. Mm, look Very at that. Cool. Very cool. So everybody comes in a Big Daddy, you can get yourself a cup, and I brought some pins and stuff. Hey, Tyvin, can I get one? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. How's, how's Tyvin's cooking, Rod? Yeah. Tyvin's cooking is very good. It's stupendous. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Rod, you're a garden okay. tool. I just want to point that out. <laughs> hey, hey, Kevin. We do the same thing to women all the time, don't we? Uh, I'm not broke. Hey. I got Hey, man. I can cook a mean hot dog on the grill, dude. You want it, like, slightly brown, or do you want it black? I'll burn it. It don't matter. I'll throw it on a bun, throw some ketchup mustard on there. You'll never know the difference. You need, you need some crisp on your hot dog, man. You need that, you need that char. I like, my, that I like my hot dog Chicago style, though. Oh, boy. Yeah. I like okay, now since you style. said that, what is better in Chicago, pizza or dogs? Hot dogs. I hate deep dish. Nothing. Nothing hot is dogs. better in Chicago. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Now, I love New York pizza. I love New York pizza, though. There's not a single thing that's better in Chicago. Now, uh, KD, someone so, wanted me to show you this. This is from Chris. He just wanted to show me to show you that. Ah, that's what's oh, up, send me man. that picture right now. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah KD. Rumor has it you went all the way out there to the NRA show and had a backpack full of hats. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're just passing them out. And, hey, I need some brotherly love. I ain't, I didn't, I ain't nothing. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't get a hat either. What, you get a hat either? Hey, you know what the crazy part is? You remember Kevin when I had didn't you? Even let me, he didn't even let me look at a hat. <laughs> the crazy part is, I'm sitting there and I'm staring at you like, does he does he actually wear hats? Because I've only seen you with one on like three times. Like, does he even wear them? Because you know you got your mohawk going. Right, like, right. Does he does he does he actually? That was I was really curious about that. But we're gonna have to get you a gray one. I think the gray fits your persona a little bit. Oh, okay. Red might be a little <laughs> bit too loud. Um, uh, the pink one I think will go with your skin tone, but you know I'm gonna. Oh boy! Oh. Think we'll get you thumbs a up, double thumbs up. Everybody put in the comments two thumbs up for the pink hat for Hank. But, but I'll Hank, take was, it Hank was nice enough to participate in a little um, a little nice giveaway we're gonna have or raffle. Well, I haven't made up my mind yet, but Hank was nice enough to uh, jump in on some special we're gonna be doing for Amy for the truth when it comes to those hats. So Hank, I appreciate that. Oh, uh, you're welcome. 
Gotta be uh, gotta be nice. Gotta be nice. No, hey, we're gonna get you a hat. What color you want? You want a gray one or you want a black and white one? Uh, I like gray. I think that's cool. All right, man. We'll I'll shoot you one. I like the gray. So there you go. Um, let me see. I'm trying to see what else we're getting into here. So how was how was the show for you, man? How was well? Oh, Rod. What Rod wants to say something? I mean, damn. I, I mean. Oh, you still want a hat? Hell yeah, I want a hat. How, how, Rod, <laughs> let me ask you this question, Rod. How's KD's cooking? Yeah. Man, you know what? Me and KD shared a special moment at the. Oh NRA. lord! Oh, wait, 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 together or what? We don't want to know about. That. <laughs> we don't want to know about your special moment. <laughs> before you, before you start getting your minds in the gutter, you know, man, me and KD, we said, remember when we ate uh, uh, barbecue uh, Friday afternoon? Uh, right. Okay. And what kind uh, of barbecue? Chicken ribs? What'd it, you get? Uh, man, we had some everything. Uh, KD, what did you have? Uh, man, I had the what was that the, uh, the brisket? brisket, the brisket. Yeah. And, I had uh, the brisket too. Yeah, and you had that bread pudding too, didn't you? Yeah, that I tried. To, I gave away to somebody. I ate some of it, but it was just too much food. No, so you I gave, gave that to Lola. No, Lola didn't take it. She refused to take it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I had the uh, the brisket. The brisket was good. The um, don't try to the, deflect from the special moment. Okay, but anyway, Kevin and I, we sat there, we're eating dinner together, and you know, we were just really? like a nice candlelight dinner. Or? Uh, let's 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 get to the point for we can uh, we can stop the rumors because I feel I feel this is gonna be its own segment, so let's speed this up. <laughs> Hank, you were right there with us, so if we were candlelight, hey, right, you're making it worse, bro. You're making it worse. <laughs> but no, nah, but um, no, nah, Kevin, we we sat there, man. We talked about you know St. Louis and you know all that kind of thing, and. You know, I felt a bond, a connection with my brother, and, you know, I don't even get a hat, you know? I like that hat he got on his head, though. I love this, that. This dude yeah. just sat here and tried to serenade me a whole story. Right, you, do. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you know, I mean, man. <laughs> Can I get a hat? That's a, that's a cold game. All you been asking for is free stuff since you've been on here. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you what, this is how I hear Rob back. Hey, Rob, which hat post have you reshared and encouraged people to go by? Ooh, we um, call that's call out right okay, there. Okay, you know what? Yeah, wait, you might, wait, you might wait, wait. get on that phone now, right now. Yeah, about, Kevin, when you come down here and go to the Jaguar game, who got your ticket? No, 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 no. But see, oh. that's that's the difference. That's the difference. That's the difference. How's that? No, different? Ain't. no, no, no. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how. Now I ain't gonna try. I ain't gonna try to get too deep because. Jaguar game is great. Football, great brotherhood, sharing, drinking, laughing, joking. You going to the extra mile to do it? Hey, kudos on all that. On all that. Now, when you get to no other choice than what we stand for, we're trying to change lives. We're trying to make sure kids can live to get to the football game. So when I'm asking you to do something like just share a post, that way we can get people funneling in for we can get the cash flow to get the event to save the lives for they can become football players, that's a little bit deeper. So will, I'm going to need you that. to go ahead and start sharing them posts. And then when I come <laughs> down there, you would be remiss to think that I'm going to show up somewhere empty-handed without a gift for a man. <laughs> that just goes okay. without saying. And, okay. the only reason, and the only reason select people, honestly, this weekend didn't get it is mm -hmm. because, Sprite, here's your problem. Now, Hank, Hank's, Hank will understand this. So I'm, I'm, oh, he understands it. I'm going to tell you. See, what happened, what had happened is <laughs> um, when you start yeah. hanging out with certain people, you mm. start getting excluded from certain things. Oh, it's just okay. like, like, you know how you can't get in certain giveaways anymore? Right, right. Just kind of the nature of the beats. So when I'm limited to what I have, it's like I got to give it to the, the person mm. that's like, yeah, he's yeah, coming. Priority. Like, so I, the, the honest thing is I, I, ran, I ran out. 
That was a long way around the block. No, as long as y'all took y'all to get over a romantic dinner. Hey, <laughs> Try to hypnotize people. Hey, take a romantic dinner, man. Take it down to Taco Bell. Hit that dollar menu or something, man. Get you a large Coke. We at least make you so feel ch- good. Type, I, I'd rather not so, take them anywhere. I mean, yeah. So check it out. So American Gun Chick is in the chat, and she says oh. she didn't get her hat either. Yeah, now she oh. was supposed to get a pink one. Pink one. But here's, now, here's the problem with, with uh, uh, <laughs> American Gun Chick. After the uh, first night, Every time you saw her, she was barely walking. Like she oh. was just drained. Enjoying so the Texas weather. Yeah, she was just drained. And when we finally did all see each other, I think that was late Saturday night. Um, like, man, it was it was we had to argue. Hank, you went around. We had to um we had to catch this uh real slick reporter and he kind of threw things off too. He tried to get people drunk to get them to um Start saying anti-gun things. And he stalked us for like seven hours, so it was kind of funny. Yeah, I think I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So that's what I forgot. So yeah, I do have a has to issue, but that's why I came back with pink ones. There you go. What you trying to do? Show off with a picture of it? You don't want me to show oh, my yeah, pictures, yeah. bro. You don't want me to show them. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't, Richard Hughes. Uh, Hank, we forgot to go through drive-through in your new car, man, and ask for McGangbang. McGangbang. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll have to do that next time. Next time, yeah. we'll try they're not going to give you a McGangbang in in Gainesville anyway. We have to go somewhere else. That's all so, good. Yeah. So American Gun Chick says, "What's up to everyone?" There you go. There you go. Thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, Tyvin Show, you didn't show up at the NRA thing. What did you did you see something out there you were interested in? You saw some coverage. Uh, I seen a bunch of stuff. Um, I only saw one guy make one video of how bad it was and all of the protesters. There was like one group with 10 people what in a protest? corner, yeah. like yeah. three blocks down. Um, other than that, um, I watched a lot of videos on the, uh, on the NRA meeting. Looked like everybody had a good time. I wish I could have went, but I had to work. But uh, we got down here this week. But uh, I'm waiting to see what else everybody else posts. I'm waiting to uh, get the piece from Walter with the uh, the butt stock. I think I'm going to get one of those and upgrade my AR. Okay. So let's start there. Kevin, you probably need to hit this with the protester thing. So, you know. Um, I walked by the, pro- the first day. So that was what, Friday? The first official day when I walked by uh, to go in. Um, the protesters there were, I would, if I'm being, if I'm being nice, man, and I might be wrong, I would say 12, uh, we're standing like right in yeah. front of the convention doors. Yeah. Uh, and I purposely, you know, purposely on accident stumbled and walked right in front of them instead of in the other open area to go into the doors immediately. And, um, just walked by and got real close within, you know, you can smell your, your, your cologne coast and they, um, you know, kind of, they violated your bubble. No, they didn't violate my but I don't look for conflict. I was looking for conversation. Um, but they um they spoke like good morning, hello, like not sarcastic or anything, real polite. Uh spoke and went back to holding their signs. They weren't yelling, they weren't chanting, they yeah. were holding a band AR fifteen. They actually had polite protesters that was just a group of twelve. It is when you don't have it. police and barricades standing in front of you. They don't get very loud. Con- do they? Conversations are a little bit different, man. They yeah. they aren't so hostile. When people, it's like that. It's like when you're about to fight in grade school, and when somebody steps in the middle, all of a sudden you get tougher. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. Yeah, it's the same yeah. kind of thing. So I wasn't looking for conflict. I wasn't looking for anybody to to prove they were tough. I was looking for to engage in uh, you know uh, constructive conversation. But they didn't, man. They they said hello. They they weren't rude. They weren't mean. And 
that was it. Like I walked by all of them and nobody was, nobody was doing it. They anything. just stood there and made their point, but you always seem to be the type of guy that, um, likes to get involved and share knowledge, share the meaning of it and maybe change somebody's perspective from a different point of view, because there's a lot of people out there that just don't understand the rights that they have and to be able to exercise those rights. I was more than willing to do that. Um, just, at, uh, th- and that's, you're right. I mean, and thank you for noticing it just at the time they, they were, they weren't confrontational. They were just like, Hey man, they you know, their whole aura was, we don't want any problems. We just want to stand here and hold our signs. You know what I mean? Kind of like, Hey man, just let us, let us at peace. And we're going to let you guys at peace. And then Ain't not heard. Yeah. And then a, a little while later, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day or whatever, uh, they designated a spot for them and they moved them away from the convention. And I heard it never even got bigger than that. Now, when Alyssa Milano, I guess, got down there, uh, I'm thinking she got between three and four hundred people somewhere else. But it wasn't at the convention center uh, that came out to see her. But we never had any kind of conflict with them. Actually, they were about a, they were about a block away. Uh, I actually saw them, but uh, it wasn't that many people. I mean, matter of fact, uh, remember what those uh, those bulls, the statues of the bulls were outside? No, I don't uh, remember anything from the weekend. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I heard you drove around in a Camaro all week, and uh, MT was talking. Uh, yeah, was talking about uh, how his hips hurt because he was uncomfortable riding all the way up on the dashboard. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's what happens when you get in the Camaro. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, driver's always comfortable. Yeah. What were you What were you saying, Rod? No, no. It, um, as I was, I parked about maybe two or three blocks away from the convention center, and um, I saw those protesters uh, that KB, KD was talking about, um, and they were like, I mean, they were like the most polite and silent protesters I've ever seen. You know, I'm thinking, I'm coming there thinking that, okay, you know, I may have to fight my way to get in here, you know, but um, they were like, you know, hi, you know, I saw one weirdo. I mean, he had like, looked like he had some diapers on in the parking lot and he had a sign and, you know, he was walking away from me. So I really couldn't hear what he was saying. But I mean, there was no, I saw more protesters maybe in Atlanta than I did in Dallas. Yeah, I saw zero protesters. I didn't see any. I did see uh, someone paid one of those billboard trucks to drive around. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. But that's about all that I saw. I didn't really see anyone protesting. You know, one of their, one of their signs said something along the lines of um, cops, um, cops uh, use use uh, their rights to take the rights of blacks or something like that. Um, I, I, you know, I guess they were trying to open up a dialogue for a conversation with that sign. Once again, still, they didn't do much talking. So when they were they were um, I decided to have a rebuttal to that. And I'm trying to find the rebuttal. There it is. OK, so the rebuttal was this. And kind of within view of them. I don't know if you guys can see that. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, back it off yeah. just a little bit. There you go. There you go. So it looks like you with about, I don't know, seven or eight police officers. Yep. And I was armed. So um, not saying that things don't happen. Don't get me wrong. But that was just to, to prove to them, like, nobody's going to walk around here scared of them or you. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. but police officers were, you know, I, I didn't. There was no kind of issues or anything like that. At no, the man, they, were, they were really polite. I mean, I spent probably, uh, I don't know, probably 10 minutes every day uh, harassing the female cops that were walking around. They got a lot of lady cops down there. They do. I just, in just Dallas? Like, I the head yeah. out of them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me take this moment just to remind everyone <laughs> to click the thumbs ups. Okay. We need those thumbs ups. If you haven't hit them already, please do. We need that. We need uh, that helps us get the word out that we're doing this. So please smash those thumbs ups out there. Um, and let's, let's see, you know what things I didn't like about Dallas, which I'll, I'll, the only thing I didn't like about Dallas is not the traffic. There wasn't like heavy traffic. I did not like the roads and driving around in Dallas. Bad wow. downtown. They're bad. Yeah. Navigations don't work. The roads are all broken up. Half of them are closed. You got to drive around and around in circles just to get to, to, to a specific place. The people who live there don't know how to do it. Yeah. So I've, that that I thought was interesting. But other than that, Dallas, I think, was really nice. I, I forgot to tell you, right there north up there, there's a place called Medieval Times. It's a big restaurant uh, right off of 75 that goes up through there. They ride around on horses and they do the... Oh. Um, yeah, they're oh, in what, Orlando. Yeah, they do the big stick, the jousting. Yeah. And they sell these great big Sticks. turkey drumsticks, man. They're yeah. They're huge. It's called Medieval Times. And, and they don't um, give you there about ten years ago. It was awesome. I'm sorry, they, don't give, they don't give you any type of utensils. You have to eat with your hands too, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They had that in Orlando. They actually they, it went out of business though. Oh, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been downtown in probably ten years in Dallas. Mm. Dallas I mean, itself was cool. I, I like Dallas mm-hmm. itself. I just the city is just insane. It's progressive. It's big. Well, you know, it's not like an Atlanta or a Houston. Um, it, it would be more so like a like a Charlotte. Um, yeah. But you know, but one thing that I did like was that they they are very progressive, more so than where I'm from. Uh, whereas I noticed, you know, when I first came in, I started seeing all these bicycles. Like they were either yellow or orange. I mean, yellow or uh, like a lime green. And I'm like, why the hell are these bicycles just laying around? Well, what they do is if you want to get from one place to another, you can use an app. It will unlock uh, the lock on the bicycle. You can use that bicycle for an hour, a dollar an hour. Uh, and you can go ahead and when it, whenever your time is up or when you're done, you can just park the bike on the sidewalk and leave it for the next person. Yep. Yeah, I noticed I, that. I had one quick question. Um, you guys was talking about the protesters earlier. You guys are pretty big names in, in the YouTube, social media networks and everything. What, do you think or did you see any dispute between people that were upset with the NRA and what they're doing? I know Max said he was going to wear his uh, NRA, not real activist. But did you see anybody talking or doing anything and trying to fix anything down there? Kevin? Um, well, you saw the shirts. Um, I'm not going to say I saw a ton of them, but you saw them. Uh, I saw, saw people them. walking around with them. No yeah, one, you, I didn't see anyone get kicked out. Kicked of it. out. No, nobody. No, I didn't see anybody personally get harassed because they were wearing them. But you saw the no fudge shirts. You saw the uh, the other shirts, the NRA shirts. You saw those. Um, I didn't personally see anybody having any banter about it. Um, I didn't see anybody debating the shirts. I didn't hear anybody asking about the shirts. I didn't see the guys wearing the shirts. Uh, running up on people, trying to, you know, tell them how they feel. Like, I, I personally didn't see that. I believe um, from what I saw, I saw people that were voicing their opinions by wearing the shirts, obviously. But I just saw people having a good time. I don't I don't yeah. I didn't see those debates going on. I just saw people interacting. I saw people that are very, very pro NRA. I, mean, I had guys that were wearing the NRA shirts walking up to me talking. We had good conversation. Like, I don't 
I didn't see a conflict at all. Yeah. I know that Mac did do, I think, I believe it was Saturday morning. He did something really early, mm-hmm. which like I eight. tried. To, yeah, I tried to make it, but my, my alarm just <laughs> kept going off and I didn't make he it out there. get the toes out from underneath the bed sheet. That's what it yeah. was. And I believe that Mac um, broadcasted that live, but I don't think I didn't hear anything about it. You guys can let us know out there if there was any big problem. I think the NRA just eventually realized, let's let these guys do and say what they have to say and then let it go. So, yeah. Um, did, I mean, did you guys go over to the gun collective for their thing, for their uh, panel? Did you see any of that? The gun collective this year um, is definitely more scale. I went last year uh, for the first time and it was more scale back this year because Hank, you remember last year they were given like gift bags when you first got in. It was, it wasn't anything like that. Uh, now, the only controversial thing that I saw at the gun collective was this one guy outside that was upset that the security guard was patting him down, you know. And uh, yeah, but, but they weren't on the same property, so wherever they went, they should have been able to carry guns, right? No, because the owner of the uh, the venue did not allow that. Oh well, okay. that's too bad. I, I would have moved to another venue. Yeah, I wouldn't have been with that. So they didn't. So you weren't allowed to carry them wherever they were at. Say it again. I'm allowed to carry. No, you couldn't carry going in. No, I didn't go. Um, The other thing is, is that, you know, uh, I think last year the NRA got behind what they were doing this year. They did not get behind it. So, yeah, um, that's that's one of the things that's going on there. But, you know, I think Rod Mills is probably the only one of us that took his butt down there, obviously. I mean, looking for some free stuff, looking for some free stuff. And I didn't get shit free. I'm sorry, but I I didn't get anything free. I wish I could say I felt sorry for you, but I really don't. (laughs) I I, I got, and and to be honest with you, I was there for about an hour. And Uh keep in mind, Friday was a long day for me. Hell, I got up about three o'clock that morning to, you know, prepare to catch my flight out. And by the time the gun collector show started about 730, supposed to start at seven, started at 730. And man, I'm gonna tell you about eight thirty, eight forty-five. I was like, man, the hell with this. I'm going back to my hotel. And I went back. I went back to my hotel, and guess what I did? I um, Uber took a nap. No, I, I did a Walter. I did a Walter. I um, Uber I went Eats. To, yeah, I went to Uber Eats and uh, got some um, uh, Hooters wings sent to me at my hotel room. And, um, you know, no, it wasn't Friday, it was Saturday, actually. And, man, I was like, man, I'm done. I'm, I'm, you know, and then I didn't even go to the convention on uh, Sunday. I actually, uh, real quick, though, I did go to, uh, I I knocked something off my bucket list. Uh, I always wanted to go to the uh, John F.K. assassination site. Yeah, she posted a video on that. Yeah, I did. And um, by me being a gun guy, the first thing I'm looking all the time, I'm thinking about, okay, what did this guy really shoot him with a bolt action? Okay, I got a Mauser, similar to what um, uh, uh, the shooter had, um, Lee Harvey Oswald had. And I find it almost impossible, because I actually, they let you go to the sixth, door, the sixth floor window. You're actually able to go there, and you can look down, clear line of sight, even though the trees are a little higher now, but you, you can kind of estimate you know, the car moving about maybe eight to 10 miles an hour. And so him racket shooting, and we all know bolt action, you rack that round, you pull the bolt back, the round, the, the empty case cup goes out, the uh, round goes back in the chamber, load it again and get back on target. And he had one of those 
really crude for the, it may have been you know the Trigicon for back in the 60s but it was a really crude scope and he hit a chest shot well no a neck shot and a head shot and you know and then um I think he got all three other shots and I'm like no and because I went down to the grassy knoll where they said that they believe somebody else shot and I'm like man and I'm looking at it that was a kill box there. Mm-hmm. Somebody, so I, I believe, I truly believe to my heart that somebody else did shoot him. You know, there was more than three people, supposedly conspiracy yeah. theory, whatever. But did they charge you to go up and look out the window? No, I did that on my own. Okay, I did that. That is something that I wanted to do because I wanted to see for myself his line of sight, and then kind of count. You know, because keep in mind with a boat action, it's not like a semi-automatic. You got to do all of this, you know, and then get back on, on on site. And you know, I'm like, man, unless he was one of the best snipers ever, there there had to be somebody else. And they they claim he was just an ordinary guy like us. No, no, he was military trained. He well, I mean, well, he was a marine, but I mean, I was in the, I was in the army. I mean, but you know, if you're just a regular grunt. I mean, you're not a sniper. I mean, you're a, a marksman, you know, or, you know, a rifleman. But, you know, I, I just didn't see it. And I took a video of it. If you guys go to my Facebook page at Rod Mills, there's a video on there that I took uh, from the book deposit repository all the way around everything. So you can see it for yourself. And in the street, they have an X that marks the spot where he got shot in the, the neck and the head. Right in the middle of the street, too. Right. There's the X, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, this is completely off the subject, but Boss Hogg says that when you said you didn't get shit free, that tickled his wife. <laughs> that, <laughs> okay. that brought joy to her life. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, that's very cool. Lots of people were checking that out. Now, Kevin Dixie, there was some news that went down, um, I think, while we were out there. Um, who is it? Uh Oliver North is now the president oh, yeah. of the NRA, and you happen to have been speaking with Pete Brownell, and I think uh, Lola wrote here Willis Lee, who I have no idea who the hell that is. He's on the board. Yeah, he's oh, okay. on the board. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? Can you give us some insights as to what you guys were talking about? Or I found out when you guys found out. Like, literally, I didn't know. Like, when it I found out, like, literally the, the same way everybody else found out was the same exact way I found out. So when I was hanging out with those guys, that was, when did they announce that, Monday? I think so. I didn't yeah. see it until Monday. Yeah, I think it was. I, I think, think it was, it was a, Monday, like three, four. It was. It was, it was a Monday. So, um, you know, I was having a dinner and hanging out with them uh, Thursday. So, no, I didn't, dude. I mean, we we talked what we what we always normally talk about, just good friendly conversation about you know bettering and inclusion inclusion in the uh, in the ranks of the not the ranks but the NRA. You know, the good stuff that we're trying to do to help people. But I didn't know. Like there was no hint. There was no. You know. I mean, but they're professional, so I don't know if they even. I don't know if Willis even. I don't know. I just know yeah. I went had them. How much no idea was that severance I, pay? That it was gonna be. All right, man, dude. Look, severance pay really? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, it's all in the contract. All I know is from what I read is that uh, Pete was he could have he just didn't rerun. You know, he didn't sign back yeah. up for it. You know, so I don't think uh, that was worth the trouble. Um, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not privy to any information there. I just don't think it was worth the trouble for Pete, who is an incredibly cool dude. Oh yeah, Pete's a great guy. I mean, I, I yeah. encourage anybody if you ever get a chance to interact with you, you want to talk about a humble, just good dude. 
Like yeah. Pete Brownell, and and so is Willis, since uh we're, we're talking about him. But, but you know, I know more people know who Pete is. Uh, but Pete is a solid. He's just a good guy, man. Like yeah. he can be your neighbor, and he'll sit out on the porch and just have a cup of lemonade with you. Like he's just a really good dude. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that there's things that go on uh, over at Brownells like goes on in any other business. But I think the people that I interact with at Brownells, they have a good time. And a lot of times that's re- that's reflected from the top. You know, if the people at the top care about you, um, you, you could see it. Mm-hmm. They really care about it. And this is something like I don't know how many generations of the Brownells family are involved here. Um, it's, it's, what, what have they been doing this for like 80, 90 years or something like that? So you would expect a lot of times you see in situations like that, the children, grandchildren don't really care that much. They're not into guns and all that. I think that's not the case here. These guys are really into this stuff. So I I think you can read into that if you want to, that they just didn't, you know, that he probably just didn't see the point in continuing the, the whole farce, you know, because I don't really think the president has that much power. We were talking about it yesterday of like, what can Oliver North do over there, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy? I just don't really think there's that much that they could do, you know, and there's it's, there's just not a terrible amount that we could do with the NRA. I think we should just really try to focus our energies on helping out the other organizations that are out there, like the GOA and, and other such organizations. And the NRA is a place that they have this big convention. You can go there and see like-minded people to some extent, but we're not all going to agree on stuff. And I just, I don't know. I I don't feel like it's even worth uh, the fight with those guys when I could just take that same time and energy and support other people that are really fighting and trying to make a difference and undo a lot of the stuff that the NRA does quite often. I'm looking at a picture of Ollie North. I just looked it up right here. He's, He's looking old. Um, it says, uh, this is from AmmoLand.com. Uh, the NRA in the decision labeled by Lane LaPierre. Exciting news for our members since Charlton Heston became president to our association, has chosen Oliver North, Oliver, yeah, Oliver North as the organization's new president. And it goes on. Uh, 1980s uh, was decided became political. Where, anyhow, that just tells him a description of when he got into guns and stood up and said, yeah. Everybody wants one. Everybody needs them. Yeah. I don't really see the I don't. To me, a lot of what's going on at the NRA with the presidency and all that, uh, when you're talking about LaPierre, I mean, he a lot. LaPierre is a lot like Putin. You know, it's a lot like Russia. You can have whoever you want to think up there, but it really doesn't matter. You know? That's that's my personal opinion on it. I don't see them changing anything. And I think that there's also a ton of people that are in the NRA that don't see guns the way that we do. And that's probably the FUDs that 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 lots of folks are talking about. They don't see it the way that we do. They don't really care about what happens to black rifles, AR-15s and things like that. They're not concerned with it. It doesn't bother them. They've got some shotguns and lever actions and things like that, which are awesome. You know, I don't want to see anything happen to those things. I enjoy that. But I just don't really think that they see the world the way that we do. And it's a completely different audience a lot of times. And pretty much the only thing that's going to change that is time when all those people just fade away, you know, into the past. Well, we was out there to your um, hacienda and, you know, I was in the military. I shot full auto with the fun switches and everything, but the wife hasn't. And Walter hooked her up, I think think she, she shot the m16 and she shot the um do you remember what the other one was um uh, there was an was it an uzi no yeah the uzi 
Okay. Well, she shot him or recorded it all and everything, took pictures. And I said, so, what do you think of full auto? Oh, yeah. And she's like, why are these outlawed? You know, there's no need for it. There's no reason responsible people, regardless if you're shooting with the fun switcher or not, it still comes down to the individual of self-respect, honor, dignity, and abiding the law. But she loved it. And so thanks to Walter. Big thank you. And to you, Hank, for letting us come after the Hacienda. You know, she got to experience something today that she normally probably would have never gotten to do. And because of the laws, everybody should have the right to, to do and have and operate whatever they feel so choose to do. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Kitty says the bump stock and rate of fire trigger mods uh, was banned, was passed. Excuse me. The mo- trigger mods ban was passed by the legislator early this morning. I, be- I believe the Vanessa Kitty is in Connecticut. That's why a lot of that stuff is happening. Yeah. A lot of this stuff has been, you know, obviously there are incidents that happen, but a lot of the doors have, were open to these things. I think the ironic part of it is if you look at a lot of the shows that are on the NRA, like NRA TV, you're going to see shows where people are shooting full auto and all that. But then all these the, the guys who are on top of the NRA say, yeah, they don't they believe in the, the full auto ban, the machine gun ban. So I think that's uh, interesting that you have to fit. I think it's just two completely different worlds that we're right dealing with. Right hand, left hand, and neither one knows what the other one are doing. Yeah. Well, it's fun. What you just said, it's a fun thing. And it's very seldom that we see anyone using those kinds of things to, to uh, re- uh, reap destruction on other people. And, you know, these guys, just they just see it as, hey, that's a thing that we could sacrifice so that we could still keep our shotguns or you know, whatever it is that, that they think is more important than having an AR-15. I just don't agree with that, you know? So, yep. and, yeah, and go ahead. I'm sorry, Kevin. No, indeed. I mean, I don't, um, I don't think that it's, um, it's okay for anybody to agree with any type of restrictions, just period. I mean, that's across yeah. the board. Um, the, the thing that, you know, that I find um, a little concerning in general is the overall attack um, and what we're going through. I mean, you look at, you know, uh, this this whole uh, Dick Sporting Good, and it's really dangerous when people start investing money. See, it's one thing to have an opinion. It's a whole other thing when you start putting money behind it. Um, and, and, you know, to start investing money to try to take our take our rights down. And So explain uh, what happened there, because I know that that came up yesterday with uh, High Point. Uh, you, you weren't here yesterday. I'm not sure if you know this, but High hmm. Point... And um, and what is it? What's the other company that goes along with High Point? Anyway, the, the, guys, the other guys with High Point said that they refuse to sell anything to dicks because of what you're saying. Not only did right. they say that they're not going to carry these things, but they're also giving money to go against the Second Amendment. Yeah. So um, dicks dicks decided that, you know, they were going to they were going to double down on what they did. So they were presented with a couple of things once they came out and said, hey, we're not going to sell AR-15s anymore. Uh, well, first, they tried to say they're not going to sell to anybody over 21, right? That was their first step. Then they just flat out said they're not going to sell them. Um, and so they were hit with a with a suggestion. Fine, if you're not going to sell the AR-15s, why don't you guys donate them? And then we'll have trainers uh, train uh, local police departments for free. So police departments that can't, can't afford, you know, the guns, small departments, give them to them. You know, whatever you got in your inventory, donate them. We'll get them trained up so you know, now you have law enforcement with the proper training, yada, yada, yada. Dicks ignore that. Um, and now they um, they decided to invest in a lobbyist group to go on Capitol Hill and fight for gun control. 
So they put their money into trying to fight gun rights. Now you got, um, and it's good to hear, I didn't know about High Point, but that's good to hear that uh, High Point, in which is, uh, I believe it, the parent company is MKS, um, decided to pull their business. And let's not forget, I think it's called Field of Streams. That's another parent store of this, yeah, right? right. Um, so the sister that, company, or are they well, integrated or one owned one the other? It's the same money, so don't support either one of them. Um, okay. Then you have um, Mossberg today announced that they are no longer going to do any new business with them and are going to look at their current contractual obligations, you know, to see if there's any room to get out even sooner. But they're not going to start any new business uh, with Dick. So I think that that's what the gun community should be doing. Like hats off to Hornady, right, when they refuse to sell to New York law enforcement since you're going to restrict the rights of people. So that's exactly what we should be doing. So kudos to them. It just sucks that. The fight is so deep, man. And I don't know. I didn't look up the, um, uh, you know, how much money Dix is worth or anything like that. How much money they have between them and Field of Dreams, uh, streams. But even if it's, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars. I wish they wouldn't be given to fight gun rights. Yeah. You know, to this, fight against gun rights. This is serious. And, and what I think people don't realize is that if you think that, hey, I don't give a crap about uh, bump stocks or I don't care about AR-15s, and you allow people to take that away. When that goes away, what makes you think they won't come after your lever action? It's it's a slow roll. And that's why I disagree with that one. Some guys were all like, ah, oh, give them the bump stock. Who cares about those stupid things? I'm like, what? What? It's not about whether you care about it or not. I don't care. There are a whole bunch of gimmicky things I would never buy. Right. right. But I'm not going to sacrifice them either. Like, no, I'm not going to buy it. But you don't need to mess with it either. Like, let's let's not yeah. let's not let's not start there. People make gimmicks everybody's trying to be an entrepreneur cool guys are trying to do the honest thing and make an honest book uh but no you don't get to say and that's that that's the mentality i don't like like hey man you know what i don't like bump stocks or i don't i don't use geisley triggers so what do i care if it's considered yeah. a weight increasing device the gi trigger that comes in a gun is just fine give it to them you know why fight about it okay so they take those two away then they decide that you know what your gi trigger is too fast so we need to put like a new york style trigger in it you know right. Then when we do that, we decide that, hey, you know what? You guys have gotten too good with that trick. Why don't you just give us a whole damn gun? <laughs> That's exactly where they're going. So, yeah, I don't like the whole, I don't own this, so I don't care about it, and I won't protect it. I don't own every gun there is, but I fight for every single gun that exists. Yeah, it's like saying you care about people, but I just don't care about the uh, Indian ones. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, it's like, I don't care what happens as long as it don't happen in my backyard. And now yeah. that all the big hubbub went up, and it's coming down. And then now that the the left people are trying to incorporate all these businesses and stuff like Citibank, well, if you own guns or you sell guns, we're not going to do business with you. I think it's getting down to the point now that people are going to start banding together just like Hornaday. You know what? We're not going to sell ammo in your state, even your law enforcement. So you can't protect yourself. The law enforcement's not going to have any ammo to do it either. So live with it. Yeah. So um, Jeff sent me this message. He says uh, we may have already mentioned it, but Springfield Armory also dropped dicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Springfield did, yes. too. You know, Springfield yeah. dropped out, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny uh, because, you know, it's it's funny because if gun, you know, and I, I've been saying this for a long time, even before I started to get in front of cameras, like, you know, what will really help. There's a lot of money in the gun business. You know, like people sometimes I know are like, all oh, companies are hurting. Look, dude, it's a lot of money. In the gun business, and there's a lot of position and power if it's used correctly. Don't do business with those who don't do business with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period. Simple. So a Hornady hats off. Springfield hats off. 
Absolutely. MKS and High Point, hats off. Mossberg, hats off. Like, who's next? You know? Yeah, step wanna, the hell up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who's next? You what know? Is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because us, not us, me, you, Rod, Tyvin, not going into dicks, it's not hurting their feelings, right? And I don't think that they made the most of their money off of guns anyway, because, you know, I'm pretty sure like fishing poles and hunting equipment and stuff like that. But how many of those hunting companies are tied into gun owners? What if they pulled their stuff? You know? Well, you what think if, about the guy backpacks and holsters and stuff, and they're trying to be entrepreneurs and get that big contract with a big company so they can push more product. You know, it affects the little guys too. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. If you're, you're going to put your stuff, if the, if the other guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing, A, depending on where you stand, if you're not a pro gun guy, or if you don't, you don't really, you know, look at gun rights as a focus of your 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 existence. Then yeah, I, I don't expect you to, to think about this, right? But if you are a, a guy that owns a small backpacking company and you call yourself a pro two A guy, how dare you go do business with them, right? Because what yep. you're going to do, because they're still going to make a profit off of. So you're a guy that says you care about two A rights, right? You go sell your your widget or your wadget. Two dicks. Dicks might entertain you now because they're losing business elsewhere, so they need more product. Fine. They entertain you. They buy your product. They make a profit. Then they take that profit and fund taking your gun rights away, which is exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it makes no so, sense. So you shouldn't be. By doing the way, Dicks' stock is up uh, 0.66 uh, today. 2.19 percent. See how long it lasts. You know, I'm always going to be a fan of. Eventually, it'll hurt. Now, I can't say, oh, man, screw them. I'll never, I, I know a lot of guys do that. Like, every time somebody makes them mad, they're like, oh, screw them. I'll never shop there again. Look, dude, never shop there in the first place. I don't think I've ever. Well, when we were coming down, we were buying stuff, and I was like, you know, we could go to Dick's or Field and Stream. We went and bought a little, on an 18-inch um, grill for charcoal because we were going to stop and have a little cookout or whatever on the way down here to Florida and then cookout with down there. I didn't give Dick my money. We went to uh, Lowe's, I think it was. Where did we go to get the grill, do you remember? Academy. Myers. We went to Myers and got We gave them our money. Yeah, you always have yeah. choices. Another thing I thought was interesting, I didn't go into the – to the. Um, I didn't go into the what, – what is it? Like the presentations or the speeches or whatever that the president and the vice president did. I did watch it, and one of the things I noticed is that no one was booing. If I was in there, I'd be booing the shit out of the president. I'll just tell you that right now because that the president is doing a lot of anti-gun, making a lot of anti-gun moves, and he's doing it with the support of the NRA and, and truly with the support of the NRA because all of the people that paid and waited online to get in there, they were totally happy to see him. But it comes back around to what we're saying. They don't think it's a big deal to go after these things that if you really look at what they're doing, they, they think, oh, who cares about that bump stock they're taking away? And a year, two years from now, five years from now, they're going to take more away and more away and more away. And those people cheered them on as they did it. And hey, I think that's the thing that we have to remember here. Hey, that's the difference between uh, the dynamics at NRA. You got one half of us that was there to support the vendors and the retailers. You had the other half that was there for the political thing. Okay. I never go for the political thing. You know, uh, I'm always there to support the, uh, the retailers and the vendors uh, and see what new and exciting new products they got coming out. That's you what know. makes America awesome when you go to things like that, new products, innovation, oh, check this yeah. out. Or 
this makes you a better shooter. You know what? You guys keep doing what you're doing. I got to fix something right quick, but go ahead. You guys keep talking. Hold on a second. But but the thing is, is that, you know, uh, that's the where the clear divide going down the line with NRA is and their supporters. I mean, there's Hank is right. There should have been people in there booing. Where were those people? How come? Well, I know what those people were. They were <laughs> they were um, actually um, in the, uh, you know, the main uh, hall to where we were actually looking at the guns and, you know, the exciting type of demo things, you know. You know? Well, you notice there was nobody booing the president. Nobody got kicked out. He didn't say, you know, get that protester out of here or whatever. And everybody was cheering him on loud and clear. I watched three or four of the videos on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You said you were going to bump band stocks separately on a separate bill. You didn't yeah, say anything about stock. it. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say anything about that at the NRA. You know, it says shall not be infringed. What part of that do people up there not understand? Not only do we want our gun rights back, we want all of our gun rights. Just like today, Cherry went and shot some full auto stuff. There's absolutely no reason why that stuff should be banned in any way, shape, or form. Now, didn't didn't Trump, if I'm not mistaken, I I remember him saying it, but didn't he pull back from that recently? No. A little bit. He was in that meeting with a he was sitting at his table with his arms crossed like this and Nancy Pelosi was over here and he was like, add this bill, add that bill. And he's like, no, I'm going to make bump stocks a separate bill. I'm just going to ban them there. I'll take the heat. And then he kind of like backed away from it there about a week and a half ago or so after his meeting with the NRA, uh, Chris and Wayne. Mm -hmm. So, and I haven't heard anything else more about it. The, the bills are still are there's still legislation and stuff like that getting pushed through. The ATF is still going to do things. You know, we still have to, like, stand up and try to push back. And, wh- and what I'm trying to say is that this is like a sweet and sour kind of thing. I think the NRA is great where people like us get together. And we're able to talk to each other and support each other. Like Kevin said, you know, we get that energy to keep going because we know there's people out there. The flip side of it, it's not the solution to everything. You know, and the solution is not necessarily the get togethers. It's the, the solution is us pushing back in our states and on a, a national level and not allowing things to go this way and just going, hey, who cares about what they do to to uh, bump stocks and all that? Because you're going to see when that legislation actually gets out there, when those things become law, it's going to do a lot more than that. It's going to do a lot of damage. So um, stand up, people vote. I mean, yeah, you can vote with your feet. You can vote with your vote. But this is something that's going to affect everybody in America. And, you know, just because it doesn't happen in your backyard, you still got to fight for your brothers. You know, everybody's equal. It's what makes America great is, you know, patriotism and standing up for the rule of law and the founders of the country of documents that we currently live by today. You know, you've ha- you have to fight. I think the, uh, the ATF is still taking comments or something. About bump stocks, you can still post. Yeah, but the thing is that it makes no difference if the ATF is doing it if the state level is uh, banning them like they are in Florida. So why, if they're out there trying to knock all these sanctuary cities like California, why don't Trump get Jeff Sessions to go out there and say all these states that's making all these illegal gun laws, look, you can't do that either. Jeff Sessions is supposed to be the top guy for law enforcement in the United States. Hey, if he can buck California for immigration, why can't he buck the states for making all these fake 
uh, unruly, unlawful laws or towards guns. It's called politics. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Poli- the, the politics of a thing. Politics is a nasty, grimy arena, man. And how um, much money you got? Well, yeah, and I, I think at the same time, now I'm not saying we shouldn't be talking, we shouldn't be raising our voices because we should, and we need to continue to do that. What I would also say is, uh, as a as a wake up call to anybody that hasn't done it, man, talk, rally, speak. I mean, I'm going to speak at a couple of rallies this summer. I mean, you know, do your thing. And what I will say, I will say is this, and I took. I literally canceled classes that were going to put money in my pocket to go do something for free because it's that important. All right. But make sure that through all the energy we're given, I can't I can't I can't express this enough, man. Whatever you feel you need to do to preserve not only your Second Amendment, but the rest of your Constitution and your life and your way of living, box it out at the ballot box. Stop yes. saying, oh, I'm not showing up because it's not going to do any good. You know, so we get all this energy. You know, we give all this energy up, and then when it gets to time to to talk about it at the ballot box, you ain't there. Yeah, you know, we got to make sure. Yeah, I see that all the time on social media. Oh, I'm not gonna go because my vote's not gonna do anything anyway. Screw it. Oh, I'll just sit here. I'm not gonna get up. You know, you got people just tossing away all the power because we can do everything we want to do now. But what do politicians fear more than a ballot box besides loss of money and power? Right? Ballot box scares the crap out of them. That's why everybody's fighting for everybody's vote before you get there. Use your votes, man. Yeah. Use them. Absolutely. I agree with that. So listen, let's remind everyone to hit the thumbs ups. Okay. We've got almost 200 people watching. I think we've got about a hundred thumbs ups. We could definitely get to 200. 119. Yeah. 119. If you guys in this chat and you have not thumbed up, you are wrong. And Big Daddy Guns, right there's a sign. Hank hooked me up. Hank, I'm taking that home, by the way. What sign? That big sign you stuck right there says, Big Daddy Guns. That says Hank Strange. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it does. (laughs) I thought it said Big Daddy Guns. It does say Hank Strange. Yeah, you still can't take it home, though. You cannot take it home. (laughs) He said it says Big Daddy Guns. Well, I'm looking on my phone, and I can't see it through the phone, and I looked around. You're talking about the sign right here next to me. That one says Big Daddy Guns. Yeah, that'll be gone, too. Absolutely. Don't touch that sign. Hank, one other thing, man. Uh, we forgot the uh, how much fun we had. It. Oh, Hank, are you going to tell everybody what happened at the ATI booth? The blackout. The blackout. Yeah, blackout. come on. We talk about. I'll let you. I'll it let was... you guys tell that story. You and... <laughs> go ahead, Rock. Kevin, you sure you don't want to tell it? I mean, I could tell it, but I mean, all yeah, right, come... fine. So um, we were just. I was actually on my way to do uh, to do a booth appearance. I think at Fioki and. On the way walking there, we saw Hank. So we stopped, said, what's up? You know, chopped it up, said hi. Um, while doing that, you know, you, you you see a buddy and you're about to keep walking, but then another buddy shows up. So you stay for a minute, you know, while everybody talks. That went from, I know I know people standing around like, damn, they're multiplying. Because all of a sudden it just got dark at the ATI booth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It was just, it was just hanging all over who there. Who posted that? Who po- did someone? Where is that posted? Uh, I, I didn't think, see any pictures. I think um, I think it might. I might. Did I post a picture up? I don't know. I know it was a bunch of pictures of it taken. I don't Kevin, know if I had one. I'll look. I'll look at my phone. I'll look at my phone in a second. But um, uh, it was Hank and Lola over there, and I think Hank was uh, doing his thing with ATI. He was taking some pictures, talking to the guys, you know, doing his thing. And so it was just two, and then it was it was three, and then there were four, and then there were twelve, and it was a uh, Provectus group, uh, Ken Scott with Provectus group. Uh, it was Rod, myself. I don't want to forget anybody. We had Argo uh, J. Mike there. Argo J was there. You had uh, uh, Ghetto Gunner there. You had uh, 
real silverback guns there. Um, and a few other people showed up. And so I don't want to forget anybody because I don't think Maj was there at that time. Um, no, no, but no. it was it was just a, it was just a complete like accidental thing. It just happened. And you can see the funniest thing was so obviously we wanted to get an opportunity, got all these uh, great guys together. Let's take this opportunity to take a photo. Right. And so before everybody starts walking us up a ways, we hey guys gather up. Let's let's take this uh, picture. Well, in the meantime, we had supporters coming up. They want to meet Hank. They wanted to meet, you know, various people in the group, myself, Argo. You know, they wanted to meet folks. And right before we got to start taking a picture, the funniest thing to me was the guys at ATI. <laughs> they loved it. Man, when we started kind of getting together for the pick, because we had the we had the, the real, real pretty uh, lady come up and she was like, oh, yeah, I got to because she was like. And a little black lady was like, I've never seen this before. Right. Yeah. So she just she just came up like, I don't care if you say I can take the picture or not. Like, she's just <laughs> taking the picture. Um, and then the ATI guy is like ha- hiding behind his end cap. And all you see is this with his phone. And then when he saw everybody taking pictures, he got bold enough just to come out in the open and start taking pictures. I was like, ATI got blacked out and they are going to get hella pub off of this. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at them if they it. did. Uh, but no, it was wow. it was a good time, man. So we just did an accidental booth invasion, but it was mm-hmm. good. It was fun, and I think that mm-hmm. booth actually from the people that were walking around, um, I could see everybody starting to having these smaller conversations off to the side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see that people were becoming more and more acquainted uh, yeah. with seeing and appreciative of seeing the variation. Right. So it was just funny how it all happened at the ATI booth. So big shout out to ATI for uh, letting us. Uh, uh, darken their booth up and uh, have a good yeah. time. It was fun. Booth raid. <laughs> but you know, I I, I want to do. I want to also add to that, man. It shows uh, to the progression that African American gunners are having the gun world. Uh, whereas in you know, you know, years ago it was all white male industry. And now we have a lot more progression. We have all races now, black, uh, Hispanic, Asian, you know, women, uh, and so and the LBDG, LB, LBDG, what a TG, whatever. LGBT. LGBT, yeah. yeah. So we got, we had everybody there. But, you know, I want to say that I can guarantee you that's the first time at any NRA in history that something like that has happened. Negative. You don't think yeah, so? I don't, no, I think Negative. it happens all the time. Yeah, really? yeah. Yeah. I think that is very underreported uh, because the black community is actually pretty huge into the yeah. guns and cultures. Like um, what Kevin does, you know, he's reaching in and he's trying to absorb and get the community together and stand up. I think it's a lot bigger than most people actually think because if you're down in the Carolinas, I, mean, I drive trucks, so I'm I'm a little here and there everywhere. I see it. I see it in the communities. People are more more religious, more honor, more respect, more dignity, and you know that family value. Um, I think it's actually bigger than most people think. It's never really, it's never really been an issue of. Now there is obviously an issue, which is uh, something we're trying, you know, we're working shipping away from. But I think that the voices is what's been been smaller than the actual numbers right so you go back you go back uh uh several years you look at guys like uh noir you look at guys like hank you look at guys like arjo and you go way back you look at guys like cam blanchard right, right. like these guys have been been hustling at it i think hank you've been at what about six years now five five so mm-hmm. noir's been at 11 you know uh 
for his YouTube plus the, the NRA uh, side of it. Uh, Ken Blanchard was doing this thing before we even had internet, man. We, yeah. we literally did not have internet. You know, they that was they, they made movies about him. You're talking right. about a guy that was in the Marines, CIA, CIA Secret yeah. Service. <laughs> like, and so I think now what you're starting to see, and then even Argo's been at it for a while. I yeah. think now what you're starting to see is that you're, you're starting to get more public representation. So you're starting to see more guys that are like, you know, social media is allowing us to communicate. It's allowing us to talk. Uh, when you had guys come in and bust down the door, kind of learn from, you know, what platforms to get on. And then now you're starting to get different aspects of it. So you're not just seeing like everybody's not a Hank. Everybody's not a New War. Everybody's not a KD. Everybody's not a Rod. Everybody's not an Argo. Everybody's yeah, We're different. getting lots of women in there. Uh, yeah, women are coming in. From so all you, different uh, flavors. Yeah. So I think that um you're starting to, the market is starting to, it. It's starting to grow, but I don't think the numbers are as low as some people would like to believe. I think that people now are embracing the different voices and faces that are actually public, you know? So I think you're starting to see more of that, which thus gives people more courage to come get involved. Um, Because, man, it was a lot of... Now, I saw a lot of um, openly uh, gay people at the show this year. Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of... uh, Dallas is a very diverse city, right? I mean, you've got got a big... um, You've got a big... LGBT population mm-hmm. there in Dallas, which is which is you know great, and then you've got lots of people of color in Dallas as well. Yeah, you know, so like a lot of uh, it was a lot of Asians there, so a lot of Asians, um, and, and people, and people got diverse than the actual yeah, Dallas. People got, people got real comfortable in that. I think one of the more interesting things, and bless you, I think one of the most interesting things that happened to me, we were over there at a at a Maj's booth. And a woman walked up to me. I was talking to two guys and she walked up to me just for just for optics. She was a white woman and she walked up to me and she started asking, you know, just general questions. And then she broke out and ultimately was trying to convince me of how her her dad's dad's dad was the was the nice slave owner. I'm like, OK, it's going to be an interesting <laughs> conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> but she in her own right, she was trying to basically say. What she was ultimately trying to say was her family made money off of the Institute of Slavery, but they didn't treat people like slaves. I think is what she was trying to say. And they were in support of doing the, um, the abolition of slavery. Like they actually supported it and they armed as uh, the men became free. They armed them like they bought them guns and said, hey, you're going to need these as you go out into the world. So they bought them guns. And so as the, the slave became free men, her family actually armed them so they can go ahead and uh, protect themselves out, out in the world. Uh, and then, you know, she said his, and her story was it was happy. It's happy to see the progression of that, knowing that my family was involved in something like that. But we did arm. And now that you guys are standing here actually protecting those rights that I know my my dad's dad, dad or whomever, you know, actually said that you need this to survive. But the biggest thing from that is that she was in a space she felt comfortable enough to share that story, you yeah. know? So, and it was a good story if you really listen to it. I mean, it's bad because slavery is involved, but it's it's good to know that as people were being set free, there was a family like, nope, we're going to buy these guns and every man that leaves, here's a gun. Yeah. You know? I think we have to be careful when we look at things from the like black and white points of view, you know, thinking that every case is open and shut and and cookie cutter. A lot of this is it's really complicated. If you think about it, you know, you're talking about profiting from slavery you know, there's lots of Africans that profited from slavery because they sold their own people into slavery. So, you know, it's a, it's a very complicated thing that, that we're looking at. I'm not trying to excuse any part of it. I think one of the worst things that we, that, um, 
that we have as human beings is this whole idea of slavery. And even today, there are people that are doing that. You know, we hear about these stories all the time. We know even the like the old school definition of slavery exists. And there's a whole bunch of other forms of slavery as well. But none of this is clear cut. Yeah, like you look at uh, yeah, like you look at uh, you look at Libya. Um, But, you know, it it, to me, it's 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 one of those things to where if you. Well, I'm just I like for people to be able to talk to me. Right. Um, Be prepared if you say something foolish. But ultimately, I like for people to feel because how do you learn others perspectives if you don't let them feel comfortable enough to actually talk to you? Right. So, you know, I know I know that I can be to some people. You know, I can be a little bit in, in, imposing. You know, I'm not a small dude. I'm not necessarily real short. And this lady was every bit of five foot four, 120 pounds. Right. So I have to make sure that I'm letting people be comfortable because it's the only way you're going to learn. And when she got to share, sharing her story, that's something I never knew before. I never knew that there was a family that did that in Dallas, Texas. Like now I have a piece of history I didn't know about. But you can't you can't shut people down and tell them, you know, no, everything you're about to say sucks because that's how you start the conversation. Look, dude. I was able to learn something is I'm, I'm glad that it happened. And then there are still to this day, we 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 have a right and we should be understanding what, what our history is. But even to this day in the motherland, there are still people being sold as slaves, like legitimately. Right. So it's a nasty, ugly thing to happen. But when you get a chance, chance to learn and hear others perspectives, it kind of shapes the argument. It kind of shapes. Hey, really, truly know your history. And for me, it was a huge deal to have somebody standing there that told me, yeah, we, we sucked for being involved in it. Um, you know, shame on us. However, when those men were leaving and when they, they said they wanted to leave and be free, we armed them on the way out. I mean, that, that's kind of a for, for bittersweet thing to know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I would encourage everybody, man, just long story short, be comfortable and be open enough to allow people to come up to you and share their perspective, because the more we're doing that and the more we're allowing people to open up and share, the more we're learning. Right. You can probably pull some good things out of people and then you can you can have more of a solid ground to work off of. And I think that's what the biggest thing is. People in this country nowadays don't like to talk. Are you with me or against me? There is no you see both sides of the spectrum. Right. So either you're with me or against me. There is no dialogue. There is no conversation. And people wonder why every six months we're back into another big argument again. Sucks. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. I think that the only way to deprogram all these things that, we, that we've created is to have those conversations. And I'm not trying to defend anyone. If you if you go back to those times, you'll find that they are an incredible just like how there's people who could come up. There's there's a few people that could come up and say to you, hey, you know, my family, uh, like a white family, they own slaves. Do you know how many white families out there were just like in just as horrible positions as slaves? The only thing that separated them was the uh, color of their skin, but they were just as poor. And and those slaves, those same slave owners or those wealthy people did lots of shit to them, too. <laughs> you know, yeah. they didn't have the benefit of the law to protect them from stuff. And and uh, they got raped and all that kind of stuff as well. I'm not excusing a damn thing. I think that this is what we do to each other as human beings. And we have to face it and deal with it if we ever expect to to move on from that. And when you look around the world, if you've been anywhere in the world, you'll come to realize that it ha- America is 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 not perfect, but it hasn't been done better anywhere. Um, it hasn't been done better than it has been here in America, even with all those imperfections. There's lots of places out there that are worse. If you um, I, I'm, I'm I'm blanking on the name of it now, but if you look up in the news right now in England, there's stories about the people from the Caribbean that went to England, which I've told you guys, this is what was it called? Like the wind? I think it was the the. Uh, 
the something with the wind is what they call this generation. Someone has to look it up and tell me. I can't remember exactly right now. But there's basically a lot of Caribbeans after World War II, England, parts of Europe, they wanted these people from the Caribbean to come over there and help them rebuild England. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents were born British citizens and lots of people from Jamaica and Guyana and Trinidad and all parts of the Caribbean went to England, helped them rebuild. And then by the time you rolled around to the late 70s, early 80s, they didn't want anything to do with these people anymore. You, yeah, know, you built and, my house. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Get the hell out. My parents were born British citizens. By the time I was born, they were the Guyana was convinced to, to claim its sovereignty. My dad went to England, got a master's degree in uh, engineering from Brunel. If you look it up, it's one of the best engineering schools, if not the best on the planet. And then they told him, you got to get the hell out of the country, man. And my sister was born there and they told they told it. They told them, look, if you you can leave her, we'll just put her in an orphanage. And today that's that's news in England because they are trying to deport those people. The people who went over there and stayed there, they're treating them. And they've been there for anywhere from hundreds of years to, you know, tens of years and all that kind of stuff. They're deporting people when they're claiming their benefits after having worked all this time. They're like, yeah, you, you know, you don't deserve any benefits. And they're trying to kick them out. And then these are places that try to tell America, you're doing a terrible job. Yeah, no, yeah. no that sucks. Uh, real, real quick, big shout out to uh, to Sean. He's in the chat. He was actually standing right there doing that conversation. So he uh, he was one of the guys that I was standing there talking to. So big shout out okay. to Sean. Yeah, hey, he, he was. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sean is the guy that you talked to uh, that uh, when we're at ATI booth, the guy from New York. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. 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 So you know, yeah, I think we have to um, we 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 have to do better at understanding uh, world history and how we fight for it. And you know what? Look, I'll tell you one thing though. I'm a big fan of uh, understanding that I'm not going to repeat my history either. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. Which is what amazes me when people start talking about, oh, you know, it's okay. Let's just give up guns. No, no, not doing it, dude. Like, no, you you don't you don't do that because. And to me, you know, like I always say, understand things in their complexity, but be able to execute and explain it with simplicity. That being said, from the great American wars, uh, the, the fight to free slaves, the, the wars all around this world, weapons were used. Mm-hmm. The people that didn't have weapons lost. Big Period. time. You don't have the to get more complex than history. That. So that being said, and then when you look at people fighting for rights in this country, America fought from their freedom from the British with what? Right. Guns. We use guns and then they made the biggest cup of tea ever known to man. Right. <laughs> so you use guns for that, though. Now, when you fast forward, were gun- guns were used when Harriet Tubman, Moses Dixon, when they started operating and fighting for freedom from slavery, guns were used. When you fast forward in time. All right. You start looking at all the things that happened in Tulsa and Rosewood and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Guns were used. And when you look at throughout the course of history, every time people were disarmed, something bad happened to them. When people are armed, you normally hear about a badass fight and whoever wins wins. And there is a difference. So, no, I'm not giving you my guns. And Americans kill me with their cockiness, man. Like, oh, it's America. It's modern times. We're not going to do that again. Why, I, yeah. yeah. Why do you believe that? I mean, yeah, that's, I this is where I agree with Cole, uh not Cole on the because he's is, uh, Kanye West. This is where I agree with Kanye West. I think at this point, 
you know, slavery is a it is a choice if we decide to give up guns, thinking that magically someone's going to keep us free. We yes. are the people who keep us free. Correct. Exactly. And that's yes. a big thing that a lot of people have hard time understanding. It's we the people who are free. Yes. And keep slavery, it free. Slavery, uh, you know, all those years ago, I get what Kanye was trying to go. I don't think it was much of a choice at that time at all. Um, however, when you when you look to now, if you decide, because back then that was that was imprisonment. That wouldn't I don't think that wasn't a choice. But if you look to now learning what you've learned and you don't look, you don't have to be a minority to learn from slavery. You also don't even have to be of any minority period to be like, I understand why guns are important, because imagine if the British showed up and the, the Indians had M16s. Yeah. Shit might look a little bit different around here, yeah. right? But it's so, ne- right. But look, it's never a choice if there are laws. If you cannot physically defend yourself and free yourself, of course, it's not a choice. Right. But who who chooses to be a slave? Who chooses to watch themselves and their family and their friends go through what happened in slavery or what happened in the Holocaust or what happened in 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 any situation like that in the world in the past? That's happening now. That's going to happen in the future. No one, no one chooses that. Someone imposes on you that you do not have the ability to fight back, and therefore say, "No way in hell, you're going to treat me like this. You're going to be able to do this to me." And what do they always start with, Hank? What's the first thing they take from you? Your right to defend yourself, to arm yourself, to fight back. Yep. And that—that's the thing. If you have that, if you have that, then it's a choice. And if you have that, like you've had in America. For since the beginning, and then you choose. You say you, you you know the media gets behind it, and Hollywood, and everyone gets behind it. And says, oh, we should all give up guns. Then you are choosing to give up guns, thinking that maybe somewhere in the future, you know, like it'll never happen. You'll think it'll never happen that someone will go. Listen, there's no guns except the ones the government has. We run the government, and now you have no choice but to do this, this, and that. That's right. And, and and nobody should be trying to put themselves in a position where that's OK. And people kill me when I was like, oh, you guys care about your gun so much. And I'm looking at them. I let them go through their little their little rants. And I'm like, hey, you want to know why guns are so polarizing? Because anywhere else you look in the Constitution, there is nowhere else that is that there is an object that represents the writings so clearly. Right. A physical, tangible object that represents daily one of those amendments. So when I'm, I'm not fighting for per se the object, I'm fighting for the right that it stands for. And how can you yell at somebody for trying to stand up for the constitution that even governs your butt? And when I'm yelling that I need to be free, dummy, I'm yelling that you need to remain free. You are volunteering to give up your freedom because once they take your firearms and they can start playing around with the second amendment and say, okay, we're going to just get rid of this thing. Um, you want to be you want to be like UK, right? So you want to get rid of guns, then try to ban knives. And now you can't speak because they're locking people up for tweets over there. Right. So you put out a tweet. They don't like Canada's doing the same thing. So all of a sudden now you're not you're not imposed. You're not you're not free to speak. I, I swear to you, this is what I think happened. All right. This is what I think. happened. I think everybody that wants to give up their gun rights have been watching too many of those movies, you know, like, um, you know, the movies where there's like um, direct rich people and poor people. Like, what was that movie Matt Damon was in where, like, all the rich people lived on, like, a planet and all the poor people, Elysium yeah. or some stuff? Like, yeah. I think they think they want that type of reality. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to just place everybody over here and things will be OK and you will make it because they'll provide for you while the powers to be are still sitting over here with guards. 
Look at Alyssa Milano, whatever her name is. When she showed up, she had three or four armed guards around her. The NRA TV got a, got a close-up of their guns, right? Mm-hmm. But you're there talking about taking guns from people. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, how come you didn't show up with a guard? You can have bodyguards. Why did they have to have guns? Anyone wants to do that. Anyone that wants to do that, I'm just telling you, this is no bullshit. Anyone that wants to do that wants to enslave you. Just think about it. Okay, this is the thing that I thought Big Mike was right about. And then he turned everything around the the rapper Big Mike that he said, why is it that people want to support taking guns and making guns illegal when it's going to put people like us in jail? Why do you want to support it? Why do you want to support putting yourself in prison? When you see Alyssa Milano doing that, she wants to put people who look like us in jail, Mm -hmm. not her. She doesn't think that that's ever going to she doesn't think that's ever going to affect her. Maybe because she's like, well, I'm, I'm wealthy and I'm famous, so I'll always have someone around me to protect me. But the other people who don't have that, okay, those are the ones who are going to wind up in jail, if not worse than that. You need, you need to have something. You already have the right to be armed and defend yourself just from birth, but you need something that guarantees that in the law. So when you show up there and they try to go, listen, you shouldn't have had that gun, you go, no, that's bullshit. The law allows me to have it. I know that. That's what happened when I got pulled over, right? Mm -hmm. When I got pulled over and this guy felt uncomfortable with me having a gun, if we lived in a world where everyone was like that guy, how would the world be? Be very, very bad. And you know what the craziest thing is? After uh, Just to bring back into this Kanye stuff. You remember, did you see it when he was at TMZ? Yeah. Okay. Remember the guy that spoke out against him? Right. This is the crazy thing to me. He said something. I know he was he was giving his opinion back to Kanye about Kanye's viewpoints, but he said something that I'm like, why is it that people don't hear what he's saying in a different context? He said, Kanye, that's great for you. The musical genius you are. You've afforded you a life. But what you're not doing is viewing how it works for us to have to live this every day with threats to our lives. I'm like, gee, that is the big greatest argument for gun control. And you didn't even know that you were uh, against gun control. You didn't even know what you were doing it. Everybody was high fiving this guy for speaking back. And I'm, I don't I'm not getting into the points of our debate. What I'm saying is he said something so profound. But yet everybody took that as a way to still try to say, oh, he was just speaking out against Kanye. No, listen to his words. He was talking to a very wealthy man. Okay, that does live a different type of lifestyle. And he said to him, you are not understanding the threat to our lives as everyday hardworking people. Well, damn. Yeah. The thing that I thought about that and a lot of things that he was saying is that, you know, there are people every day who are fighting for people like him. But those people are fighting for those people to be armed, not disarmed. But people like that guy that was talking out against that come down on those people. Those people look like me and you. And that's what I'm saying. He doesn't real. And I don't, I'm going to look it up. I don't know his stance on actual guns. I don't know, but I want to look it up because I'm curious. And if he comes out to be anti-gun, that's going to be a real interesting playback for him. Right. Like a lot of these guys are, man. A lot of these guys are anti-gun at the same time that they're saying the government is doing that guy was saying how Trump is trying to do all these terrible things to him. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, even though I'm not happy with what I, what makes me unhappy with Trump is what he does. That's against the Second Amendment. I haven't seen anything where he said, OK, all you guys get together and go after those black people, kick their asses. He never said it. You know, it doesn't exist out there. But this guy feels like Trump is in the government. Right. And he's there to do something bad to him. If you feel that way, why do you want to be disarmed? Why do you want to be defanged? 
the that's club. That's what I'm saying. That's why, I'm, that's why I don't argue people's viewpoints because no matter what their viewpoint is, when they talk about being, you know, suppressed or, or being oppressed or whatever, well, it always goes back to why would you want to be disarmed? Why yeah. would you want that to be your reality? So I don't have to, I don't, I can see your reality. I don't have to agree with your reality or I can totally agree with your reality. At the end of the day, if you hate Trump so bad, that's fine if you do. I don't mean whatever. If you do, cool, cool. That's your, hey, do your thing, man. Whoever you are. I, I, I stay away from politics because I don't like it. But if you believe that they are going to take you out, he is going to suppress you. There's the, the, uh, the government is going to start coming down. The cops are going to go rogue. Everything's going to go crazy. Why are you giving the same police your guns? I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm makes just, a lot of sense. It I, I, I feels like Lola is going to come tell me in a second here that you and I dominate in the conversation. Oh, I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> she's ahead. over there. I'm watching her. <laughs> yeah, she's going to come smack me in the back of the head. So um, yeah. let's see. What other, what other stuff is going on here? You guys want to hit some news? Um, I know everyone's supposed to get news. So let's see. Tyvin, did you come up with some news? Uh, make, make me last. I had two of them. But we already talked about them. So I got to regroup. Okay. Let's uh, let's remind okay. everyone here to hit those thumbs ups. OK, guys, you got to hit the thumbs ups. Rod, do you have some news, sir? Uh, I don't know if, how big a news it is. Actually, it was news to me. Uh, but uh, remember about maybe about a month and a half ago, uh, the owner of Daniel Defense uh, came out and he said some inflammatory things uh, against the 2A community. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you a story about NRA this year. Uh, and this is the, probably one of the more unique stories. Um, this is the business card. Don't uh, Yeah, don't show the guy's uh, info. Oh, oh well, yeah. Marty yeah. Daniel. Okay. Right. I didn't know who Marty Daniel was. Okay. So uh, every year, what I like to do is I actually like to um, – uh, go and get you know doing the going the drawing for the free Daniel Defense gun. Yeah, I know, I know okay. that's where that was going. I know. Yeah, you, you yeah. Try to so, get, you try to get you a free Daniel Defense. Right, me a hell, I'm trying to get me a free Daniel Defense. Shit, who wouldn't? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, you know, I'm just standing there, and um, this tall guy comes up to me and says, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, you know, I'm like, "What's up?" You know, and um, he was like, "Um, so um, you having a good time?" I'm like. Yeah, you know, it's okay. It's cool. So you think about buying, getting you, you hope you get your gun. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a long chance, but you know, hey, you know, it's fun just watching the people, you know, you know, hype up the crowd and everything. So he said, so what do you do for a living? And, you know, I, I told him, you know, the glamour part of my, uh, my, you know what I do. I'm a PR representative with the Jacksonville Jaguars, NFL. And he's like, oh, really? I said, yeah. I said, you know, um, we're right. Um, we're right down the street from Daniel Defense uh, because Darren's um, right outside of Savannah. And he said, "Yeah." I said, um, "So you know, we're just you know shooting the shit, you know." And I said, "Oh, so you you work for them?" And he said, "Yeah, you can say that." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So what department do you work in? He, so he he had this little look on his face and he, was, he wanted to laugh. He said, "Well, yeah, you know, I, I own the place." And I'm like. Okay, all right, cool. And, you know, so he started, him and I, we started laughing. And then he was like, he said, uh, so, you know, man, I love football. I'm like, I said, well, come on down sometime, man. We would, uh, we would love, you know, for me, I deal with multi-million dollar athletes, um, you know, on a weekly basis. So for me, I'm not starstruck as far as seeing, you know, a celebrity. Okay, let's get that straight. So, you know, and I'm talking, I guess he he's used to people 
being starstruck. And I'm talking to him like I'm talking to KD, Tyvin, or you, hey. And um, so I'm like, hey, man, come on down sometime, man. We know, you know, and he's like, man, I, 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 I come down there often. He said, when I come down there, he said, uh, here's my information. Uh, text me uh, your information. And when I come down there, man, we'll hang out, you know. And I told him, I said, hey, um, before we do that, I want to let you know that I'm glad that you changed your stance uh, on what you said. And he was kind of taken aback by that. Because I'm sure there hadn't been too many people that have said that to him face to face. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm glad that you, especially nobody like me, you know. And I said, I'm glad you changed your stance. And he said, yeah, you know, I just felt that it was the right thing to do. You know, getting back to now present hand, present day now, you know, and I always wonder how genuine it is. I'm not a psychiatrist. I can't tell if a person's lying to me or not. Um, but I can tell you that he did seem to be genuine with his response to me and knowing that I'm a nobody and who he is and he's a multimillionaire, I'm sure, you know, and he said, you know what, I want to let you know, you know, personally that we all made mistakes. I know I made a mistake and I'm glad I did it. You know, I came out with, you know, how I really felt and, you know, we left it at that. So that was my little story there. Okay. Hey, you just give him Hank's phone number. We'll all have a big powwow. We'll go down to the hacienda. I'll drag down a big roaster. We'll put a 300-pound pig in there and let it cook for about three days on a rotisserie. <laughs> we got him covered, yeah. man. I, I personally, I don't want to waste my time fighting losing battles. I think there's, there's uh, you know, and I have a Daniel defense gun and stuff like that, but I think there's just certain people that I think in the end he did something that he wanted to do. This is what it sounds like you said. He did something he wanted to do. Then he realized that it was a big mistake and he and he stepped back from that. And I think he was just testing the waters when he did it. No, I think I think the the uh, the pushback that he got made him realize that if you mm -hmm. want to close down your company really fast mm -hmm. and put the entire company out of business, keep going in that direction. And I think, yes, it is a good thing that he learned that lesson. I think more people need to understand that. Like we've been talking about this whole time, you know, you, you, the things that you're willing to give away and give up will eventually be your downfall. We have to come to a point where we stop giving up things and we start taking back the things we've given up in the past. But a lot of these guys don't understand that. And of course, it's very easy to not understand that if you're making tens of millions of dollars every year off of selling these things and you get disconnected from the reality of the people out there that that this is really important to them and they don't want to spend all this money buying something from you that becomes totally useless to them that they have to give up or give away or destroy when the government says so and that you open the doors for other people to go out there and do that to them. All because he wanted to get military contracts and made more money than selling to the civilians. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not super mad at those guys or anything like that, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of bullshit going on. And uh, and I think it's cool. You know, it's cool that, that you had that conversation with him, Rod. I just think that there's a lot of bullshit going on and these guys should they should know better. But there's just some kind of disconnect that's happening. And a lot of them just don't realize any better than this until they get that huge pushback from people and they realize, wow, our business could stop dead in its tracks tomorrow. Well, money will blind you sometimes, you know, success will blind you sometimes. Uh, so, you know, if it, it, 
actually, if it was only for a couple of seconds that he came down and met me at my level and understood, you know, at least I can say that, you know what, we had a conversation. The guy seemed to be pretty genuine. And, you know, hopefully he doesn't make that type of mistake in the future, you know, so. Well, that, that tells me, Rob, that you're a man of great integrity and honor and self-respect for a man that supposedly in his position that, you know, can have the conversation and know that it's from a trustworthy you mm-hmm. know, person. Yeah, That's I mean. the whole thing. And it, and it wasn't just a five-minute conversation. Hell, we stood over there together for about 30 minutes. Matter as a matter of fact, hell, I was trying to leave, and he kept reeling me, reeling me back in. So yeah, you know, I think I they should. Be, I think they should do more of that. Then yeah. and they, you shouldn't necessarily. I suggest to companies don't wait until you get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't wait until your ass is about to be handed to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. talk to yeah. talk to the people out there now. There's lots of people. There's people like Kevin Dixie. There's so many different people out there. You know that you could talk to. You don't even have to talk to me if you feel like I'm a big mouth or whatever it is. You know, I kind of agree with John Dieter made this statement here. He says, I sometimes think the second is down to 1.25. I got a tidbit whenever you're ready. Go Go ahead. Hit us. Hit us with it. Okay. uh, Mr. Cruz, the suspect from the Parkland, Florida shooting, was formally indicted on murder charges on Wednesday. Wednesday, the same day the Florida House passed gun legislation. Um, they went in, tried to pass a bunch of stuff, but, uh, the so-called accused killer, um, okay. That guy should be, uh, he should have been in the electric chair already. Yeah. I I don't know why we're wasting time. Yeah. I don't know why we're wasting time, money and energy on him. He should be, he should be toast already. Supposedly he was supposed to get like $800,000 from whatever, from his parents passing away. Apparently that money's not there or whatever. Uh, he's broke. So the state has to go in and pay for his attorneys and stuff. Hey, guys, on a lighter note, I finally got me a Hank Strange patch. Uh-oh. After, be- after constant begging, please. Let me guess. Let me guess. Did you pay for it? Uh, yeah, no, in, you didn't. Yeah, not, not not in money. I did. Oh, wait a minute, Kevin. <laughs> hey, 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 okay, okay. No, wait a second. What is that implying? Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> you guys are incredible. <laughs> I will. I will tell you when we're talking about stories, interesting people. Look, so I, I, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of interesting guys at uh. And are in the outside of just gun stuff. Tell you one of the dudes that I have a ton, a ton, a ton of respect for after just sitting talking to him, um, VSO channel. Good guy. Cruise. I like him. Cruise. Um, yeah, I really, I really like him. Um, uh, I had a nice sit down and a powwow with some cigars and some whiskey with uh, John Patton. That was a good conversation. Um, had a lot of good conversations with a lot of good people, but I spent, uh, it's a few of us that spent the better part of about Close to 13 hours legitimately with this guy. And that's a TIG from uh, 13 hours. That's John. John TIG. And let me tell you, that dude is a solid guy. Like, he doesn't let that celebrity get to him. He's a solid guy. And when we spent so much time just talking about 
life. You know what I mean? Like we didn't we didn't ask him to go into the gory details of what happened. He just got to be a guy. Right. And so, you know, the optics of it, when people are like, oh, the Second Amendment isn't this or it isn't that. Like he was literally with three or four black dudes that like hopping in cars with us and riding around Dallas for like 10 hours, you know, to the wee hours of the morning. And I think I, people should see more of that. But I would just like to give a big shout out to uh, to Tig, man. He was a, he was a really, really solid guy. Really, really good dude. Hey, you know, a lot Kevin, of people don't know that. Hey, Kevin, uh, yeah. another mm-hmm. thing. Um, speaking of odd couples, uh, I was surprised to see uh, Ted Nugent come and hang out with us. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was real interesting. I mean, like yeah. he he had, he like he was having a pretty good time. Yeah, and yeah. and I didn't I didn't really necessarily at that time know the story behind Ted Nugent. And you know, uh, I think your buddy kind of uh, schooled yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ted Nugent goes live on Facebook a lot, dude. Yeah. He does all kind of gun stuff, hunting stuff, or just random chatting, talking. He used, does he still do the uh, his radio show and stuff? I think so. I don't know much about him. Yeah, all I know is that was Oklahoma a- Senate passes constitutional carry gun bill sent to the governor. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. What's up? And, and I wanted to wait until we I oh, came boy. on the show. Oh boy! Oh, come on, here we go. Is this, is uh, this, okay, is this okay. a question of a sexual nature? No, it is not. Uh, <laughs> is this a question about my hair? Uh, no, it is not. Rod Mills, Rod Mills, like you know, he he's I, like he, I, I come enamored. He's enamored about my hair. I don't know. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't think my hair is real for some reason. Hey, that ain't nothing but j- berries and juice. Yeah. <laughs> Natural, hey. natural, natural berries and juices. <laughs> hey, uh, I commandeered this. Uh, I'm, you guys probably can't see it because of the light shine. What is oh, it? Oh, uh, ATI coin. Yeah, this is a uh, ATI challenge coin. challenge coin. What is? Can some? Can you tell me what a challenge coin is? I kept uh, it. it looks the holder nice. of a challenge coin must buy everyone hats. Yep. Yeah, okay. if, the, if the person who has a challenge coin, where they're on a show with other dudes, they have to buy those dudes whatever hats though their hearts so desire. Okay, Wait, I'll did give, you just throw that coin down? I'll just give it to Kevin Dixie there. <laughs> Does it say on there, um, Rod, what the challenge is or the challenge that you completed? Uh, it says the beauty of the Second Amendment is that it will not be needed until they try to take it. Hmm. Nice words. Yeah, that was that was one of the cool things that was given away at the uh, ATI booth. We gave away we gave away ATI <coughs> minis like so like this, the, you know, the AR. One of those Brian, were given away. Brian Harris got one, right? Yeah, um, we gave away the AK as well, some hand guards and things like that from the ATI booth. Those guys were very generous. Of course, they had stickers. Where you going, Tyvin? I didn't get to see the AK one. The AK one is still in the box right here. Oh. No, actually, no, it's not in that box. Oh, it's it's in this box right here. That's the AK oh, okay. kit. So this, the ATI minis are out. There you go. This is we haven't even taken this one out of the box yet. Let me check Boom. it. Boom! I see it. Here, you want to check it out? Okay, there you go. Oh, it's got the three bullets and, and everything. Tyvin has Tyvin has cups. You guys should try to get some cups from the Tyvin hey, show. Hey, Tyvin, I want one of those uh, Kool-Aid cups, all right? So yeah. leave me one. But this cup has a hole in it. I don't know why. No, I don't know why these – there's a hole. It's below the line. I know right it's there. below the line, it's but why do you have a hole in your cup? Why is there a hole in a cup? It, I don't know. It's upside down, 
it runs the you water. You guys see that, it. right? You guys, you can see that. There's a hole in there. Is no that inside of the cup or the estate? No, it's yeah. on the outside. It's on the the rim on oh, the okay. outside there, but. Okay. That way, when you maybe, stick it in the dishwasher and you wash it, the water runs out of it. It's, it's on both sides. And dishwasher so you could put a little chain around this. These are like oh. prison. These are prison cups. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that you put a little you put a little rope around there and you can have it. You can walk around with your cup mm-hmm. around your neck. I don't know. It's something Tyvin invented these. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> well, hey. see, I do the, the gaming stuff on YouTube. So I have a bunch of kids that follow me. And then I got swag that would be kid-friendly. Well, then when all this gun stuff started coming up, that's when I started getting involved. And I reached out, found Hank, and, you know, doing all this gun stuff because I am prior service. I am a disabled veteran, and I believe in all this. And I have a real hard time with this hog kid in Florida who doesn't understand failed history. And if you don't understand history, you're doomed to repeat it. So I started getting involved in the gun stuff. But that stuff that I have for my gaming and everything, you know, I have a bunch of kids that follow me. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. By the way, I just want to remind everyone we're like 167. We've got like 15 minutes left here on the show. Um, and, and we've got almost we've got like, I don't know, 170 people or something watching. I think we can get to 200 thumbs ups oh. right now. Come on, people. Help us get there. I think we can get what what do we need? We need like 35 more thumbs ups, which is well within the audience of the people out there. I think it can be done. It can we be reach done. 200. I'll give away two stakes. Oh, boy. Yeah. We need thumbs ups. See, I'm in the studio. Wait, Rod Mills is disqualified, right? Yeah. Sorry, Damn. panel. I'll Damn. give you a discount code, though. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Rob Mills is about to pick up that challenge coin again. Hey, hey, Gorilla and Guns, um, you know, hook a brother up now if you get you. Now. <laughs> Remember what I did oh. for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, did anyone see, what is this? Uh, okay. This hey. is the hype. Go, go ahead. Hey, real quick, uh, shout out to uh, Safari Land. Um, I've gotten to, to where it's like an annual thing where I go to the Safari Land booth. And they give me either 60 or 40% off uh, coupon uh, to be able to buy their products online. And so the guy kind of, rem- he knows me now. He said, hey, you the guy that always get the, uh, the, uh, the uh, coup- discount coupons. I'm like, yeah. And then so what I do is this as a show of support. I actually show him or show them what I actually buy. Uh, with the discount coupon and you know so it's like a way for them to be able to see you know that i'm not i'm just not just giving it away to anything i'm wasting it i'm, I'm actually using ahead. it yeah. oh no i'm, I'm using that <laughs> but but tyvin uh here's a polymer 80 uh patch uh that uh next time i see hank i'll give it to you okay i'll leave it with him or oh you ought to see the wall of gloriness that walter's got in front of his store with the, all the patches and everything man oh, he's wow. got a collection dude he's got a collection of patches dude one thing another thing what i like to do is when i go to nra i we're, love we're calling this segment like all the free stuff that that kevin yeah. that uh not kevin dixie that rod mills <laughs> rod yeah i don't i was like i don't know if anybody else is noticing the, the trend in his conversation for the last two hours um, we know why his, rod goes to nra his, man his, his airline ticket was free uh, uh, he reminded me he didn't get free stuff from me 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. discounts at least to save money. Which on is stuff. part of him getting more free stuff from you. Exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> at least, at least you're at least you're consistent, man. I give you that. Yeah, I am consistent, but I love going to the uh, NRA and getting stickers. And these stickers that I get, they actually go on my safe. Did you pay so, for them? Uh, no, hell no. But stickers. I'm just making sure we're keeping up with the trend. Come on now, Kevin. Stickers. Black Sword okay. Shinobi wants to see, uh, he wants to see patch porn and uh, gun porn. Gorn. I don't have patch porn. I got going. Yeah, I didn't I bring uh, uh, yeah. I got the world's biggest patch right here. And let me tell you what, it fits perfectly right there. Just don't grow it. <laughs> Walk around. See, there it is. Yeah. All right. Should All we right. give this away? No, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Don't you dare. <laughs> Let you get give away my sign. Hey, hey where, where can we buy and get a sign like that though? Um, I don't know. We're not we're not selling them or anything. There's only that what? one sign right now. That's no, I mean like who, who who actually made it for you so we can contact them. Oh, that was Michael here at the Michael here at the um at the studio. Mm-hmm. He's in charge. Yeah, there's of, no uh, name or anything on it. Merchandising and stuff like that. So he's uh, he put that together so that we could have it there in the background. Oh, okay. So, by All the right. way, check out. You want to see some porn? Oh, CZ. That beautiful CZ right there. Oh, you got yeah. CZs? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. See, you don't even have to look with that with that well there. What? Just put it in. What? Hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, Katie, why when I was at NRA and I saw that big H and K sign, I, was, I thought you may be around lurking. I was, I was at the booth a couple of times. Oh, okay. All right. What is the coolest thing you guys saw out there? This like, like oh. can I go first? I don't even have a thing to say, so yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I had two cool things. Uh, one was Hank when you and I and Lola we were at the uh, Hollison, uh, and we're talking to the uh, representative there. Uh, Hollison has a new. Uh, it's like a uh, not the MRO. What is it? The T. Uh, the one that goes on top of the Glock, uh, the the red dot RMR style. The R, yeah, yeah, they got a, they have a RMR that went through a similar torture test as the uh, Trigicon, and it is going to be price pointed around three hundred dollars. And Miami SWAT has uh, purchased uh, uh, them for their SWAT team. Uh, so look for Hollison in, I think he said, the fourth quarter this year that they should be coming out. So look for them later on this year. And then also, uh, Hank, when we were at the Henry booth, uh, that uh, I'm gonna just, act. I'm just going to oh, throw this up there while you're talking. That uh, lever That's action um, yeah. uh, tactical uh, gun that they had, I like that yeah. as well. The X-Type from, um, from Henry Rifle. Someone yeah. was asking about that earlier. There is a video that I think went up today. Yeah, that, you did. That's on the Hank Strange channel that you guys could go check out where we were talking to the guys from Henry. Those are pretty cool. That's um, Midwest Industries is making that stuff that you can add on. So there you go. Something has tickled Kevin's funny bone. Oh, man, it was just it, water. It, it, I, can't, I can't I can't show it. It was something that came across my phone, but it's mm, it's well, even you can't, you can't, this you, you can't share it with the rest of the class, Kevin? No, no, man, not that. Come on, stand I up in front of the class. Nope. I think we need to see, Kevin. Not at all. You want to see a gun? I got a gun. No, no. no. Nah, I ain't showing that. No, no. sir. Okay. Back uh-huh. out, hit the button. There it goes. <laughs> okay, delete. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. All right. Um, yeah, that was that was strange. But I have a, uh, as far as products at the show, honestly, I didn't get to go see any. Um, 
So I would say, and it's going to sound a little cheesy because people are going to say I have a bias. I would say one of the coolest things I saw at the show, though, was the growth um, of a lot of the small businesses, especially the uh, the Pew Pew Life name brand, Coleon's Clothes. The fact that he had his own booth was a pretty cool deal. Um, uh, so I like to see the man's growth and see where he's going. What was that? What was that? Hmm? Go ahead, Rod Mills. What are you throwing up there? Oh, no, uh, Kevin, you keep talking. I just... Uh, you know, so, well, I, know I, mean, booty. I, I don't, you He's know, throwing up booties. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't look at those kind of pictures. Booties. Look at Tyvis. Tyvis trying to go all in his computer screen. Kevin is a preacher man. <laughs> yeah, gonna, you know, uh, hey, when I'm up here like that, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, check that out. All right, so Kevin, look at what she has in her hand, though. That's what I'm really trying to show, right? I mean, it's kind of blurry. Well, she's got a uh, uh, AK. No, that's not an that's AK. That's not an AK. That's not? Oh, damn, that's an AR. I'm so, well, that's a, yeah, <laughs> I that's a, Now I don't feel so bad about calling that a, a Big Daddy gun side when it's an extra <laughs> side. Right, you must not have seen my, my latest uh, Facebook post today. And it's funny that you would show that because I'm trying to let people know that although beautiful women and guns are definitely a, gr a great mix and I, I like the fact they mix like that that is great here's the post i put up on social media today wait hold on. Let, me log it. let me lock it in why are 2a folks shocked when pretty girls flip on gu uh gun right oh, I saw where i'm from we learned a long time ago never trust a big button or smile like kevin katie i think i like that yeah. yeah, like so that that's, you know, I mean, she cool, but you know, I, and I, Raphael, it's funny. He's sending me, he's sending me pictures, uh, some lever actions that are a little. Henry, and I didn't get, to, I didn't get to see those. Like yeah. I really didn't get to see oh, those. Man, you missed it. I, I didn't get to see those. Next year, I'm, I'm gonna try to make it around more booths, but you know, but I do, I do have a, a new gun in the family. I have one of those. Isn't it's it CZ. in Indianapolis next year? Oh, that's a CZ. Wait, wait, let's see. Yeah, this is CZ SP09. Um. Uh, well, P09, sorry. I don't know why I always say SP. But yeah, this is uh, one of the newest members of my family. Oh, decided, to get into the, decided to get into the CZs. When did you so, get that? Uh, I got it, I don't know, I think like a month and a half ago. I haven't shot oh. it. Oh, You've been, keep, you been keeping that a secret, huh? I mean, I just never, I don't I don't get to really, I, be honest with you, and this is not like an arrogant statement, but sometimes I just get guns and I put them up and I'm like, yeah. oh. Did you get a good deal on this? I'm assuming you got a good deal on Oh, it. dude, yes. Yeah, this was this was nice. I think I paid Damn, Kevin. 275 or 300 bucks. Yeah. Kevin. Hey, check out Big yeah. Daddy Guns Unlimited. Yes. Thank you very much, Tyvin. You're the man. <laughs> That's why you get to hang out with us. Yeah, Tyvin's got some links pimp in out the here description. Me. Links in the description, baby. Yeah, but yeah. yeah I got this guy. So you're, this not, is you're not gonna get that kind of price that uh Kevin got. That's just yeah, yeah. Is checking out. Is that new or used, Kevin? It was in barely used. Barely used. Oh, uh, hey, look, I'm a. I'm, I will take a used gun in a heartbeat. Oh, I me too. Like oh, people me crack too. me up. Oh, I want mine to be brand new. What? No. Look, man, I'll take a used gun in a heartbeat. Um, but no, this was um. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm going to um. I don't know. I'll be shooting this one. I guess sometime. So whatever. It's a Fifteen and one. 15 in, in the clip. One uh, thing. In a what? In a what? In a what? Did he say clip? Did he say no, clip? No, <laughs> it's a 19 plus one in the magazine on this show, buddy. Magazine. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> right. corrected. All right. All right. No, it's 19 to one, which is a pretty, I mean, it's a big, now apparently a lot of guys that have shot this are like when I, when I told them I had one, 
they like their jaws dropped. They're like, oh, dude, it's like the best polymer shooting gun. I'm like, you want a bit far, but I'll see. I don't know. I got one now, so I'll shoot it. We'll see. Yeah. It's cool. You got a pretty good deal on it. That's without a doubt. Uh, that's, the deal, that's, that's why I didn't pass it up. And then when I was like, yeah, that was like, it's a CZ you can get. I'm like, yeah, uh huh. That's cool. CZs are nice guns. And like, yeah, and you can pay. Whoa. Bring me that gun. Wherever that gun is, bring it here. Yeah. yeah so we are, we are 19 away from 200. Come on, people. You got to hit these mm-hmm. thumbs up there. Crying out loud. Get those thumbs ups going. We're, we're getting close over there. I'll tell yeah. you. Uh, isn't NRA in Indianapolis next year? It is in yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I'll tell you one of the most, another interesting conversation I had, and I didn't know who the hell it was until we were 15 minutes into our, our conversation. I'm just giving my spiel about what I do to sleep at X. And um, I wound up having a long talk, and I didn't know who he was to the end of the conversation with the owner of uh, Timothy Triggers. It's pretty, um, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting guy. Walked around it? real low key. Timmy Triggers or Timothy Triggers. Walked around real low key, very unassuming, just a guy having conversations. So he was a good guy to talk to. A lot of good people. Uh, I, I did like the uh, the looks on uh, some of the people's faces as they were uh, um, uh, walking by looking at Iron Man. Did you see that? Oh, the guy in the yeah. Iron Man suit? Yeah, in the Iron Man suit. That was hilarious. That was funny because some kids like really couldn't figure out if it was real or fake. And I, I understand because I couldn't either until I saw him move. I'm like, oh, OK. So that was yeah. fun. I saw him drop something and then someone had to go pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, I didn't I didn't go to any of the, the speeches or the demonstrations, like even the, the product demos. I, I'll tell you what, man, it seems like three days is a long time. It's just not. Stuff flies by. And it doesn't help, too, when you're hanging out with the wrong people and you're not getting in to four or five o'clock in the morning. I mean, mm. I didn't get in the first night until 6.15 until mm. my hotel. You know, it had to be wow. right back up and at the show at nine. Yeah, I don't think Rod Mills went to sleep. Oh, uh, hell yeah, I went to sleep, man. I left um, the cigar thing about 12.30-ish because, um, you know, everybody that knows me knows I'm not a drinker. And I let um, a couple of, I think I let Marge and Katie and some more folks uh, peer pressure me into. Hey, beautiful. To, um, Come here. Now, now, it's, now it's KD's fault. Yeah. Did you have Long Island iced teas? Uh, uh, you know, no. Um, uh, look at it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, hush your mouth. Keep talking. <laughs> um, this would be an appropriate time to take out the video of Kevin. Um, uh, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, I, think I, Ms. I think Miss Dixie needs to see that video. Hey, man, lock, bro, man, lock. <laughs> man, let those guys uh, uh, talk me into taking like three shots. I had to stay there. And I took that shot around maybe around ten thirty. I had to stay there until about twelve thirty, just to you know, so I was able to drive back. You know, get it. And then you know, it was cool to have some. Uh, I think hell, uh, Argo had like a, a forty-five or fifty-dollar cigar or something like that. I'm like, oh yeah, he had a couple of them. Wow. Argo. Yeah, yeah. The most expensive one I saw there was like eighty bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. my! It goes the cuteness. The cuteness is yeah, in the they they bumped right? that price up about fifty percent. We can hear you. Hi. What's Hi. up? Hey, what's going on? I can hear you. Uh, 
Hey, what's going hey, on? Hey, they're saying, I know you, I got earphones in. They're saying hi yeah. back. They're saying hi back to everybody. Okay, one quick thing I'm going to do before. Ah, come back to Mary. Uh, that, see, now, Kaylin, here's what we don't do. You see yeah. how creepy men use teddy bears? Exactly. Rod Mills <laughs> is that guy with a white man. No, you don't pay attention to teddy bears. Do we talk? Do we talk to strangers? Do we talk to strangers? No, but I like teddy bears. No, but well, you don't let strangers trick you with teddy bears either. I know. I just love teddy bears. But you don't let the strangers use teddy bears to get your attention. I know. But, but I like stop teddy saying you know and then saying that you like teddy bears. If you know, if you know, act no, like you know. Yeah, right. Act like you know, lady. No, Kevin, no. Kevin, just so you know, that was my daughter's teddy bear when she oh, was. I, I know. I get what you're doing. Whatever. A likely story. A likely story. Let me so let me just read this news real quick here, and then we can wrap up because it's um, after nine o'clock. Although I'm still waiting for us to hit 200 thumbs ups on this. We're not getting up until we get 200, y'all. So check it out. So this is the truth about guns. Another month, another sales record, and another million guns find homes. Hey, million guns. Good. Good. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers, though. We got to get those numbers up. Yeah, they said um, a million and four thousand. Of uh, Nick's checks last month. So damn. How many? How many Walter books? I don't know how much money that was that was spent on guns, but uh, you know it keeps going up, <laughs> which is a good thing. There's more and more people getting into the gun world. Hopefully, learning about yes. their rights. Hopefully, paying very close attention to what's happening here. So I'm paying attention well, to. I think um, there is two more counties in Illinois that are now pro-gun sanctuary counties. Good, good. Yeah. Um, Tyvin, I love those pimped out uh, earphones you got. I just grabbed them off the desk, man. My other headset died, and I was like, man, I got to have something. I'll get massive echo. (laughs) We're 11 (laughs) thumbs up away. Come on, people. Come Come on. on. Hit the the thumbs. Hit the thumbs. Um, Was there any other cool things that happened at the show? Because I know after this week, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, What happened? What else happened at the show? I don't know. I will. I will. I will say this though. The, oh man, did you see all that? Uh, the gold that they had there, like that uh, lost sunken ship gold. No. Somebody actually wound up showing me a picture of it. Um, but it was a family up there that had brought. I guess they. It was literally in a, on a pirate ship, like, and it was pulled up, and um, they brought it and they had it in a big display case where you see like hundreds years old gold bars. Three more thumbs ups. Come on, guys. And, Three um, more thumbs ups. Apparently, it was like millions and millions of dollars worth of bars, and that was the only place that had uh, all the guards because they got they got they got found out because their coats weren't that tight. A bunch of the guards were carrying uh, MP5s of under their jackets. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, guarding the guarding and stuff. And I bet they weren't select fire either. Um, uh-huh. I mean, uh, you know, I bet they were select fire. I'm sorry, uh, but that was that was kind of cool to to see that there. And of course, obviously, you're gonna have some really good security around it, so that was cool. Uh, um, let's see what else happened to good at the show. Of course, you had. Um, uh, Trump Jr. walking around as he normally does. I guess the last couple of years he's been doing that. Uh, By the way, we've got Miss Cherry Wine. Miss Cherry Wine is in the chat. She's in the chat. There Hi, baby. By the way, she. You probably can't see her, but she's sitting in the shadows. She's in the light. She's behind the light. Don't go towards the light, Tyvis. Don't go. It's glorious. The love. Yeah. Okay, so we hit two hundred. All right. Oh, yeah, 200. Now right. we can go. And before we go, I'm going to give Hank the lad the burn of the day. So, Hank, I oh, got boy. pulled into a, doing a live broadcast while I was at the show. I was in the uh-huh. press room. And um, Clover Tech pulled me over, and he was like, hey, man, can you hop on my live? So I did. And um, he, somebody said something about there being um, 
uh, more black people at the show and they brought your name up and I said, Hank's not black. <laughs> and I said, Hank's not black because have you seen his car? Oh, uh, what's that yeah. supposed to mean? I'm just saying, man. Oh, you know, man. Just, like, that puts you at some other level. I don't know Hateration. what level it is. Hateration. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin I, I was getting ready to leave the uh, cigar thing. Hank's car was parked by my truck, my rental car truck. And so, you know, my my rental car truck was on. Then I hear this, eh, I'm like, man, what the hell is wrong with the engine in this truck? <laughs> so the guy that was with me, he was like, uh, I think that's Hank's car. We rolled a window down. Hank got there revving the engine up on the car. I'm like, wow. Yeah, he was showing <laughs> off. You know, I had the RS Camaro, and I walk over just to, t- you know, look at the man's vehicle because, you know, I don't know if you told everybody what it is, so I'm not going to say it. But I walk over to look at the vehicle. I'm looking at the vehicle. I get a man a couple of compliments. You think man would just say, all right, man, right on. Appreciate it. You know, that's it. No. Hank says, oh, well, I thought you came over because you like wanted to race or something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, I like, hey, I like the Camaro that you uh, that you rented. That was cool. The Camaro? They call it Camaro. I'm a fan of It's Camaro. Camaro. It's Camaro. It's a Camaro. <laughs> Did you tell everybody, Hank? Did you tell everybody what you got? Yes, it's an Audi R8 V10. That's what it is. I got an exclusive round the shot video, and then Hank started the car and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So we got a video coming up. Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, Walter is in there. Walter, you better give us a thumbs up. We're getting ready to wrap it up. So let's uh, let's start. I'm going to start from uh, Rod Mills. He, like, Rod Free Money Mills. Free money bills. Okay, uh, tell us what's going I mean, on with you, Rod. Uh, right now, man, just um, just taking it easy, man. Um, you know, enjoying the last couple of months of my freedom because uh, once uh, training camp starts, uh, I will be uh, balls to the ground uh, until maybe January, hopefully with the NFL. Okay. So, yeah. So, and uh, I'll try to get in a couple of weekends and when I can to go do some shooting and hopefully I can get uh, Kevin uh, Dixie down here and we can go shoot some pigs. All right. You said, you said what, hogs? Yeah, hogs. Yeah. And, and oh, oh, okay. You want a hat? Hey, thank oh, you. Now you want to get up a hat, huh? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> That's all you had to say in the first place. You <laughs> <can talk laughs> wow. I'll be, we can, we can come do some hunting. I'll probably come down to Florida when it get cold up here. Give me an excuse yeah. to run away. So what's up with you, Kevin? Um, let's see. Uh, we got the, the, the NLC wear out. So you guys, please uh, hop over there. Click on the links on the Facebook and all that and Instagram. Go support. Buy a hat. They, they are actually very, very nice hats. Um, follow on all the social medias. You guys know how to uh, find me by now. Uh, don't forget about the Patreon. Uh, the Forge for, on Forge from Freedom, there is an NLC store now. So please hop on Forge from Freedom. We got about... Six or seven more designs going to be popping up in the next week, but there are a couple of designs out there. The Burrow King, you guys requested that, right? It's out there. Go get it. Fortune and Freedom, go to the NLC store, grab it, send me the photos. You asked for it, it happened, go get it. There's also the Violence is a Problem, Accuracy is the Solution shirt. I think everybody should be wearing that. Um, go grab it, uh, support. Uh, outside of that, we got I got a couple of productions. Um, with uh, NRA TV should be coming out in a couple of couple of weeks or a couple of months. I have uh, some my own internal productions that should be kicking up. I am um, just to let you guys know, uh, always remaining with the gunfight, but I'm also going to be documenting um, 
some uh, some local stories that are more humane, kind of dealing with just the human aspect to kind of focus in on what we do framing for the truth. So I'm going to bring you guys into the personal lives of some people. I think it's going to be really, really good to show the side how the uh, representative, which I am, of our community goes out and talks to and digs deeper into people's lives, when, even we're not talking about firearms. Um, so that'll that'll be out there. So a lot of uh, an exciting summer, man. So be looking for aiming for the truth is uh, hitting the road. Columbia, South Carolina, July 21st, uh, Memphis, T Tennessee, September 1st. I should be maybe doing a speaking engagement next month in the Windy City. So you may or may not see Maj Ture and Kevin Dixie on the same stage at the same time. It may happen. Um, and other than that, man, pushing and uh, living life. That's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Tyvin Cho. What's going on? I with appreciate you, it. Uh, first I want to shout out and say a big, huge thanks to you, Lola, and especially to Walter this week. Got to go do something that was just totally amazing and got to shoot. And I really seriously from my heart. Thank you. I couldn't ask for a better time. So thank you. Other than that, just doing the gaming and uh, we've got some video of you and all the shooting and everything. I'll post it on the Tyvin show and we'll post some of it over on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. So make sure you guys check out all the links in the description below and thanks. So follow me on Twitter at the Tyvin show. I announce everything and everything I do there. So that's the best way to even to get a hold of me is tweet me. Okay, awesome. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks to you and Cherry Wine for coming out and hanging out with us as well. You know, we had a great time. There we go. Uh, also, Safety Harbor for hanging out with us. There will be some videos that will go up uh, here shortly. So thanks for coming out. Thanks to Kevin, Dixie, Rod for, for coming in. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You're welcome. There you go. Thanks for the guys for coming in. Thanks for everyone for hanging out with us in the chat. Don't forget to go to HankStrange.tv and put in your email so that we could, you can get on our newsletter. You can stay notified and keep up with us and all the things that were, that's going on. Shout out to everyone that sponsors us. Big Daddy Guns, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather, as well as ATI Outdoors. There they go. And the folks that, um, that, that are on Patreon, that are patrons. Shout out to you guys. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. We are out of here. We will see you tomorrow. Peace. 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 See you, everybody.